Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! What? This is a visual medium. I was looking around confused. <laughs> did you go to the biggest party of the summer? I sure did. I went to Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what happened at Ring of Honor pay-per-view? There was no promos cut. And there was just wrestling. No flipped... No talking, just just fighting. That's that's the revival. Oh one shit! To to Ring, Ring of, of Honor. Honor is the revival promotion. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably what people call it too. The revival. Oh, the oh, yeah, the, yeah not the yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey, <laughs> it was SummerSlam weekend. Sure, sure was. Last weekend. Yeah, it's the biggest party of the summer. You know what it started with? You know what do parties usually start with? Someone a pre-show. <laughs> I was gonna say someone being upset because someone forgot chips or Pepsi. Oh, but a pre-show, yeah. You know it's... who was on the pre-show? Punter, <laughs> not, NFL punter, not Renee Young. Yeah, not Renee Young, punter, and the other guy. And guy who's on the radio. Yep, who's on who's on internet ra- satellite radio. Is there a satellite show on Sirius XM for wrestling? That's what that guy's from. Shit. Okay, that's our goal. Anyway, yeah. It started with NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Ivy. Ivy, even though they used a 4 for the, uh, for the thing. Not, so, so people aren't confused. I can uh, imagine wrestling fans are good at Roman numerals, I'm sure. Well, they do hate Roman. That too. Yeah. And I imagine that's probably why they stopped using Roman numerals for WrestleMania, because people were oh. just like, oh, what? Nope, they stopped using Roman numerals for WrestleMania because Vince doesn't like them. That's a very Vince thing. But we got NXT TakeOver Brooklyn IV. You know who I like? Who? Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Hunter Hearst Hemsley, a.k.a. Triple H, a.k.a. The Game, a.k.a. The Talent Manager, COO, whatever else of WWE. He's good at his job. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Levesque. <laughs> And I am the advocate for good booking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty fucking much. Takeover started with the NXT tag title match between Mustache Mountain and Undisputed Era. Yeah. Wow, they started out strong with this show. It's pretty hard to not start out strong with takeovers. Yeah, or just for the whole show to be strong in general. <laughs> Mustache Mountain and Undisputed Era are both both good tag teams. Yeah, who's your favorite uh, in the whole Undisputed Era? Bobby Can't say Fish. Cole. Okay. 
Bobby Fish. I just thought Bull would be the funniest okay. one because he hasn't been able to wrestle for a while. Mine's probably obvious, so I won't even bother. Um, they got a new logo, which added an S for strong. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, it's about time. Yeah, he is official. It's not mm-hmm. just like a... I used to think, oh, this could be a temporary thing. He might just leave. Yeah. Or be like, hey, I tricked you guys. Yeah. Dismantling it from the inside. But nope. But he still could be doing that. Hold on. He could. He could be. Uh, so the match... We gotta throw in the towel spot. Yeah, that's that's a big moment because their their match on on NXT TV ended with uh, Tyler Bate throwing in the towel so Trent Seven wouldn't fucking die. Yeah, and then it. Which this time it makes more sense because uh, Tyler is Trent's protege. Yeah. So he's like, I don't want my my little guy to die. Yeah. But he still didn't throw in the towel. I cut out all the stuff, but it's like it's like Mickey throwing in a towel for Rocky so Rocky doesn't die. Oh. Yeah, you cut out all the Rocky talk. Yeah, because we spent like Cause two you, hours. Because you hate that. Rocky and you hate Goldberg. <laughs> yep, I hate yeah, both of them. Yeah, I know. Our babyface team was not able to prevail. No. But I, di- I didn't think they were going well, to. because they're busy, you know. They got yeah. indie bookings. They're doing NXT UK soon, but yeah. it doesn't matter. We got a we got can, a great match. Now they can go home and and wrestle instead of being in another country and wrestle in a different time zone. Yeah. Instead of wrestling five hours behind where their home is. Oh, that's why they lost. <laughs> Until, you know that bull, that bullshit thing about sports. Huh? They're not in their time zone. Like if a team travels, that's from like. That's from like uh, New York or something, and they travel to LA. It's like, well, this is this is really early for them. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. Yeah, that's upsetting. I'm not good at time. I'm not good at anything. At at worst, it's three hours if like the Jets are are in LA. The the one that makes sense is when they play NFL games in London. Yeah, because that's like all teams are jet lagged. They've only they've been there for like a week. They're just now getting used to their sleep yeah. schedule, and then football game, then you go home. Anyway, excellent match. You know, you know what I love other than Roderick Strong's uh, verbalness during match. Mm. I don't know what the, uh, is. He's audible. There you go. Mm. Kyle O'Reilly's uh, knees. They it's look good. good. He's, yeah, the, he's the only person who can like translate like MMA stuff into not uh, looking corny. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not just punching. Yeah, I think Sonya Deville does some knees and stuff that that look okay, but she definitely focuses more on like her. Her and Rousey just. Oh yeah. They're gonna. It have just looks punch. really corny when they do, when they do punches. Hey, remember on the show when I said that uh, Sonya Deville would be women's champion, so Ronda Rousey could take the belt from her. Yeah. That was really dumb. But yeah, sure in my was. in my mind that would still make more sense than what happened. Anyway. Yeah. Uh yeah. Great two great tag teams put on another great match. It was Definitely the opening watches. match, but I, I it was very, very good. Those men can do exciting things. Trent Seven is uh very athletic. Yeah. And uh he did a suicide dive. Which is... I did not think he could do that. Yeah. And, and Tyler Bate is really good at doing the thing where you get, oh, like, thrown into the whip, into the, like, ropes, and then you, like, bounce off of them. On your shoulder, yeah. Yeah. I imagine that's, like, hard to learn. It looks really cool. I wish more wrestlers would do it, because it's, like, it's much more interesting reversals than you, like, duck their attack or yeah. something. 
Um, he's pretty compact, so it's probably easier for him. But then again, I've seen Grand Mentalik do it, who's like twice his weight. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. It and looks then he's probably just hard to like learn to do fluidly. Yeah. Because it just like the, the spot I'm thinking of most is when he's on the on the when they're on the floor and he jumped yeah. up into it and turned around. That's probably a lot harder than just doing it in the ring. Didn't he turn that around into like a roundhouse or yeah. something? That was a crazy spot, yeah. Hey, but you know what happened after the match? After the Undisputed Era? After the won? Undisputed Era shocked the system? Yeah, they shocked my system. Burn. You know who shocked my system more? The War Raiders. <laughs> Came yeah. in and dismantled as so- Undisputed Era. In just as soon as Mustache Mountain got out of the arena... War Raiders popped up. And I knew that was going to happen, too. I immediately knew as soon as it ended. I was like, okay, War Raiders are going to pop up. and See, like, I thought all Hey, the, we want the titles. Yeah, see, I thought all that, like, we're coming for whoever wins, it doesn't matter, was just going to translate to the next taping. Mm. But it was immediate. Yeah. And the uh, their cool, like, team finisher that they do. Where they threw Kyle O'Reilly 50,000 feet into the air. He broke through the ceiling. <laughs> and then... And and then Ricochet was looking up like, how can I get that high? And then he fell he's, down. He's and and Matt Riddle's looking up like, I'm that high right now. <laughs> <laughs> and as he landed down, they fucking got him. Such a good move. He's a O'Reilly's the best person to sell that too. Yeah. Other than I mean, it's mostly been like jobbers, but yeah. That they're they've all been pretty good at it, but I think it's the spreading of the limbs that yeah. he did. It made it look... And he's he's pretty, like, com- compact of, yeah. as a guy. He just has long legs, really. Yeah. But he still made it... Oh, man, it was good. That was the... Honestly, my favorite part of the whole match was something that happened after the match. <laughs> I also love the War Raiders. This morning when I was eating breakfast, I sat down with my plate of food, and I was really hungry, and I turned on the War Raiders theme. And I just, <laughs> so like, can, killed my so plate. So you feast like yes, a Viking? Yes, I killed my plate. It was awesome. Do, do you think that... Uh, whoever's the head of SmackDown Creative wants them to come to the main roster already so they can break up the Riot Squad. Yeah, probably. Because Sarah Logan's married to the Straight Edge one. Yeah, um... And I feel like she'll probably do better and she'll be, like, more interesting in something like that than, like, a Bayou person. If she's, like, a Viking wife. Well, yeah, and she definitely... They, they, they hammer home the idea of her being like... They're setting it up so people aren't yeah. like confused when it happens. Yeah. And I think that'll be like a, a cool stable thing to have is like... It's, it's kind of like ancient women's booking things. But like she's married to one of them. She's like the Viking wife. And then, oh no. One of the people who's feuding with the War Raiders finds out that the wife's just as terrifying and strong as the man. Yeah. It's like that's that's lazy, but at least then it has it has like bearing instead of oh, Nikki Bella is strong like John Cena. I agree. Here's what I want out of it. I just want bad guys super stable. I want War Raiders with Riot Squad with Bludgeon Brothers with Sanity all in one stable. We need more like company wide stables. Yeah. We need more like bu- like Bullet Club. That's what that's I think that's what makes Bullet Club cool to me. The most is that it's not just like three dudes. It's like half the fucking roster. Yeah, that's what's super cool about Bullet Club and even NWO that's, is that it was like the the thing that like I think a little bit killed it for NWO was there's like NWO is cool. 
everyone's in NWO. Yeah, yeah. so many people were in NWO, but I, I, I miss stables. That's yeah. probably the one thing that I think is really lacking. Other than like good decision making, the one thing that's really lacking is like when you watch New Japan, they'll show like the person's name and their handle and everything yeah. on the on social media, and then there's like a little like opaque sort of thing. Yeah. Of their of because the, there's multiple stables in New Japan, so it's like. This guy's from Bullet Club. This guy's from whatever the other there one is. To, they have to think, like, people are too stupid to be able to follow along with it or something. Yeah, but you could you could totally, like, put together a thing on the website that's like, here is who's in yeah. Valor Club. Here's who's you can, in you can Sanity. E- you know, and you like, could easily, fo- like, make stables off of existing teams and stuff. Like, the Revival as a perfect thing to be more than just two people. Yeah. We've had stuff like that in dif- different manners like right to censor and stuff where exactly. the, their whole thing is they don't like how edgy wrestling is yeah with with the revival and hey they won yeah <laughs> right to censor eventually won yeah thanks godfather <laughs> good father the go- oh i forgot oh my god good father that's funny well um undisputed era is a good name for like a bunch of people coming up from nxt because yeah they're they're an era of wrestlers who People can't argue against that how good they are. <laughs> yeah, and I hope that more people are added to it. I know it's all four, that's already a lot, but you could probably get, like, two more guys in there, and it feels pretty natural. Add, 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 add a couple ladies. Yeah. That's what that's what we need. Every tag team needs a lady now. Y- yeah, I, I really think stables and representation for women in stables, too, would be cool, because yeah. it's like, look, you... I think we both just really like the idea of a group having a lot of belts. I, I think part of it, too, is just that we grew up how every, like, big tag team seemed to have a woman with them, too. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you can have that extra belt. Like, Team Extreme coming out, tag team belts, and Lita has a women's title. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and it could it could just further those storylines. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Sanity is, you know, like, seven people. And Nikki Cross is the leader of, like, the women insanity. And guess what? Sasha Banks is fucking tired of it. So she's going to take the belt from her, yeah. and she's going to stomp out that problem. And you get a good dy- you can get a good promo dynamics. That's part of what made DX fun is because it's Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and China. Yeah, we don't get team <laughs> promos. Yeah. We don't get team promos at all anymore. Yeah. It's usually just like, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. Well, I'm the boss, so too bad. Like... <laughs> Well, um, we have our next match, which was the undercard non-title match. Yeah. EC3, uh, the top one percenter against uh, Velveteen Dream. Uh, Velveteen Dream wearing uh, pants that said, Call, call me, me up, up Vince. Vince. Ooh. Which I didn't realize that until just now has the meaning of both call me up to the main roster, but also, hit hey me, Vince. Hit me up. Hey Vince, wink. Hey, Vince, you texted me last night at 2 a.m. <laughs> no, uh, uh, this match is classic big guy wrestling, if you like that. Yeah. I mean, EC3's not that tall, but they're they're both big ripped dudes. He's fucking huge. Yeah, he is very he's shredded. <laughs> uh, Velveteen Dream is how tall? Like 6'4"? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was classic big guy, slow, methodic wrestling, and I like that. I, I like... All kinds of wrestling, and this is a type of wrestling that I think is maybe getting uh, shorthanded as of late because of really exciting wrestlers who do it all, like Rollins and Balor. But I, I like the I like the match that went on here. 
Because the best thing about slow, methodic wrestling is there's more opportunities for storytelling. Yeah. There's more, like, staring at each other, and there's more go-back-to-your-bingo-hall-esque stuff. There's there's a Velveteen Dream getting revenge by splashing EC3 with a bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's... He, he got him back. Yeah, that type of stuff is excellent. And um, this match was fun. It wasn't yeah. perfect. But it was fun. Dream over. Dream over. Yeah. When do you think EC3 is going to start winning stuff? Um, <laughs> he. I don't even think he has to. Hmm. EC3 could just be on Raw tomorrow. Doesn't matter. He's ready. He should feud with the Miz. And be like, no, I'm a rich er asshole. No, I'm a rich er er assholeer. I'm big in Hollywood. I own Hollywood. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he doesn't. He cuts better promos than like ninety percent of main roster, so it doesn't matter. He doesn't. He, there's there's nothing he needs. So to he's learn just in Ted DiBiase too, right? Um, <laughs> Ted DiBiase three or four. Oh yeah, because yeah. Ted has like kids and stuff. Yeah. What what I want. I'd, I, I'm sure Ted DiBiase did this at one point, but I want EC3 in, as a part of a storyline and like a feud is him buying out someone's contract, kayfabe-wise, and oh, then making yeah. them like his bodyguard so he like, it wouldn't happen because he's too over, but buying out like Braun Strowman's contract and making Braun yeah. be his bodyguard. Yeah. And that's his, instead of like a million dollar belt, that's what he does instead is like, buys people's so, contracts out. So then he just has a stable. And then he, <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's how this ends. His workers unionize. Yeah. Or, <laughs> hey, uh, EC3, my my wife just told me the check didn't cash. And then they're, <laughs> they're all walking into his locker room going, yeah, I didn't, my rent didn't come out of my, I actually checked and I'm negative. I'm, I'm in the red. Can you explain what's going on? He's like, oh, no. Now I'm only in the top two percent. <laughs> I want it to. I want it to end at a WrestleMania undercard match, where it's him against all the people who are unionizing against him, and in his corner are Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, <laughs> and then in the other corner is Bernie Sanders with them, and, <laughs> and it ends with Bernie Sanders fucking like tornado DDT, both uh, all three of them in a row. <laughs> If you could get Bernie Sanders at a WrestleMania, <laughs> I would. Like, the idea of that being the surprise, like, the celebrity guest <laughs> thing, like, not even announced. Like, you just hear, like, generic, like, American political music, like, CNN, like, bump music playing. And then Bernie Sanders is coming out going, like, yeah, it's me. Uh, the top 1% has 99% of it. And I'm just, like, dead. Like, there's... <laughs> It cuts to me, and there's like ambulance trying to. Resist and, and you know, if you if you book that, you have to keep you have to put like a bag over Vince's head so he doesn't see. Yeah, he doesn't see Bernie. <laughs> he doesn't see a Democrat. Yeah, he doesn't in know, person. He, yeah, he doesn't know who Bernie <laughs> is. Thank God, for Vince. I mean, also in this, I, I wasn't sure Velveteen Dream could de- Death Valley Driver EC3. Yeah, because he's pretty big. Yeah, but I mean, Death Valley Driver is good. It is very good. It is an excellent move. Uh, did they steal each other's finishers for a while? Yeah. Yeah. Because cause EC3 tried to do a Death Valley Driver. And, um... 
or not a Death Valley Driver, uh, a Purple Rain. He did both. He tried to do both. He definitely yeah. tried to do both. But yeah, Dream Over, Velveteen Dream One. Yep. Um, and I don't know what's going on with them from now on. Maybe Velveteen Dream will feud with Champa. Our- hmm? Champa. Oh. Okay. I was thinking North American title first. He just got done with feud with Ricochet, so. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, Ricochet's North American champion. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's the spoiler, but that's okay because the match was great. Yeah, uh, Ricochet's dead. Yeah. The super kick to the neck. Fuck that Christ. Is, that was on like ESPN or some shit. I before we get to the the match completely, I need. How come NXT is better at camera? Because they don't do they don't do so much switching and they don't do so much dumb shake zoom. Like it's. It's it's great that every time it's at they do Adam Cole baby they zoom out to show everyone yeah. like they do it in a way that's not obnoxious. main roster camera work hasn't even been able to get Sanity's turn once yeah once in how many months two three months of them being yeah on SmackDown yeah they suck not Sanity the cameraman <laughs> <laughs> yeah Adam Cole is he's uh the North American champion. And Ricochet's like, hey, dude, you're a coward. Yeah. I want the belt so I can be a fighting champion. And then they put on potentially the best match on the card. <laughs> it's, yeah, the, that big spot, fucking Ricochet getting super kicked in the fucking neck. Yeah, that or was... Or he should have been dead. That was really I don't, I don't. I don't know how they were able to pull that off, but... You, you know how... They're two of the best damn wrestlers in the world. <laughs> I'm happy that Ricochet is the North American champion now for, as a as a casual fan. But looking at the big picture, is he going to keep it long? Like, past next takeover? Probably not. It's NXT, so no. I, I hope he does, but there's so many people, right? Like Yeah. Keith Lee now and Riddle probably debuting at the tapings that are happening. Unless yeah. he's he, there's no reason for him to do house show tour. Yeah, because he, he's already with the company once. He can just show up next time. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, regardless, this was an excellent match. Ended in the six thirty. Where does the six thirty get its name from? How many times he rotates? Six hundred and thirty degrees of rotation. Six, oh, because he does. He does like, he, yeah. Let me do the math here real quick. He, he, yeah, he does. He does uh, a one and two thirds rotation. Okay. I think that's why it is. Okay. Because he's just ninety degrees off of uh, seven twenty. This is this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. When is he going to be able to do a six thirty off the top of a of a cage of a, of a cage with a ladder? Yeah, he puts a table on top of the cage and a ladder on top of the the table, and then a chair on top of the ladder, and six thirties holding the chair on onto Adam Cole through the announcer's table. That's something I would do in two K, and and Ricochet would die in real life as a result. <laughs> You die in the game, you die that, in real yeah. life. It's a gamer. I'm... I I just... I don't... 
how how can they keep Ricochet on NXT for like more than a year? I don't, I don't know. That's that's why I was thinking he he's gonna lose at War Games is because like he he needs to be on main roster soon. He's exciting and it feels like we're rotating some older guys out. I mean, and, and Kevin Owens is a comedy act, as we'll talk about later. He's not a wrestler anymore, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what I don't. I mean, I understand you're going to put the belt on him. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world, but, like, he's leaving soon. Hopefully not to 205 Live. Maybe to Raw. He's the only person who's going to be able to beat 205 Live. 205 Live, the man? The entire roster. He's going he's gonna to beat the, like, guy they have in the promo. The promo, the, like, purple guy. And the orange guy. <laughs> That's him. That's they're, they're gonna have. Life. They're going to have... It's going to be a handicap match, and it's going to be Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali in morph suits. Ooh, it's like uh, the poly, the Polygon people in Smash Brothers? Yes. Yeah, okay. The fighting Polygon team. Did they ever return past the first one? No, because it was wireframes, and then, like... I can't remember what the other... What they call them in the more recent ones, but yeah. You know who isn't a wireframe? Hmm. Adam Cole. Baby. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Um, uh, Paul loves him. Triple H loves him. Yeah. Talks about him a lot. Uh, do you think Paul Heyman loves him too? Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Probably. Paul Heyman probably likes good mic work. Hey, guess what? NXT Women's Title Match. Champion Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane won. All right. Hey. <laughs> Hey, it was pretty good. It was good when Kyrie Sane was in control of the match. Yeah. Shayna Baszler just, like, walks around the, the ring and, like, stomps on you and puts you into, like, half. No, it's, like, shitty Pete Dunne. Like, it's, like, really shitty Pete Dunne, like, limb manipulation stuff. Like, it's like if Pete Dunne was bad at his job. At least Pete Dunne's has, like, it makes sense because isn't that, like, a very British thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think limb manipulation is pretty British strong style, if that's what you would call it. I'm sure people call it, well, it's called, like, bruiser. No, wait, but, well, they definitely, someone uses the term British strong style, I can't remember who it was. Now we just sound like assholes. That's fine. Oh, well. Um, yeah, but Kyrie Sane winning was hype as fuck. Yeah. I she yelled loud. Yeah, I, I, I didn't cry. I was not turned into the couch cushion crying. <laughs> that was not me. We got we got we got three three elbows. Yeah. Three of them. She the magic her. number. She has the killer instinct. Yeah. Oh, guess what? You know who you know who was there ringside for Shayna Baszler? Ronda Rousey and the other horsewoman. What are their names? Maria Shafir. Did I get that one right? Marina Shafir Marina and Jessamine Duke. Jessamine. Wow. Um, yeah. They're probably gonna be on TV soon on NXT TV. So are soon. they gonna be faces or heels? They're I don't know because I imagine heels because they'll probably just be in a like MMA X MMA stable with Shayna. That makes the most sense, but who knows? Isn't it great to have basically the top women's face cheering on the bi- the biggest woman heel besides Alexa Bliss? Yeah, that doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah, and Carmella. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... It, Carmel's not that big of a heel. I mean, she's just annoying. She doesn't do anything else really heel besides be annoying. That one time she made us watch that, like, video of her three times. That was, that was funny. That was... That was good. 
My parents are getting worked by that pretty That's hard. good content. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that NXT Women's Division with Mae Young Classic going on, I don't know if either of these two women are in the Mae Young Classic. I don't They're probably not. No. They don't need to. No, be. they just have like big indie stars from all over the world in it. Which like is, big wrestling stars, which is probably what they wanted to do. And all of, them get, yeah, all of them get some sort of contract afterward, whether it's like, you know, you're, you're going to... You're gonna be on the on during the taping, opposed to just being May Young Classic, and you're gonna go on the house show tour for a little bit. All of them have th- they're under contract during May Young Classic while it airs in some way. So how I suppose we can probably talk a little bit more about it when it happens. But how, like, how far ahead do you think they're aware of the booking when they sign up? They probably only know for, for like, May Young Classic. Yeah, do you think they probably only know like right before each match? Because I can't imagine they'd be like, I, I think, hey, Caitlin, you're making two matches in. Yeah, no, I think that for people who are obviously huge signings, like Io yeah. and I don't know who, uh, Tony Storm, they probably know where they're going in this. They, they probably had conversations with um, Triple H, other people um, who have the book work with booking and talent stuff like that they probably sat down and they're like yeah you're gonna go this far or we're gonna really gonna push you you might lose but you're still gonna be on tv um but you know like it uh what's her name madison rain yeah she's gonna hit the curtain and it's gonna be like all right you're losing (laughs) too bad you're doing your job yeah she's she doesn't mind yeah she had to be main young classic after slammiversary that's pretty cool yeah it's a good year One's Sue Young going to May Young Classic. <laughs> Sue Young? She's winning next year. It, next year's May Young Classic is just Sue Young and all the undead brides. That's the entire tournament. And then after that, they rename it the Sue Young Classic. <laughs> that was... She needs to win, so they can, they can, she, they when, can say When that. she makes the transition, she's absolutely going to win the May Young Classic. When she makes that decision. The only thing is, is you, we were talking about this today with... Uh, Rhodes about not wanting to come back because he's not going to take direction from anyone. Yeah. Okay, so she's going to be able to do Undead Bride the way she wants to in NXT. That's going to be perfect. She's not going to get any lip about that. But moving on to one of the other shows, probably not. We don't know for now because it's going to TV and Triple H and XFL. Yeah. We're getting at least two seasons out of the XFL, so th- we'll see. I think two, yeah. I, think, I, I keep telling people two, and they're like, no, but... Anyway, uh, our main event for TakeOver Brooklyn 4, we got a couple of a couple of twisted hearts here. Yeah. It's Champa and Gargano. Aleister Black got assaulted after an NXT taping. Who did he get assaulted by? Uh, Bigfoot Lars Sullivan. That's that, my favorite. That's my favorite part about that is they're like we can clearly see it's Lars Sullivan. It's like a Bigfoot pose, like blurry he, he image. Definitely, yeah, he definitely looks like Bigfoot. Uh, it was uh, Kenny Omega. I'm gonna go with it being uh, Okada. What's his What's his name? Guido mm. from Impact. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely him. And when he comes back, Alistair Black and. Is that his name? Grado. Grado. That's his. I gotta remember because it's Greedo is close to the <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars guy. Yeah. Did Did Alistair Black look at his girlfriend? Yeah. No way. That wouldn't work because he doesn't realize he's getting cucked. Um. Yeah. So it's the other guy. 
Paul Hendry, I think that's his name. Yeah. Something Hendry. Yeah, he's the one who, yeah. Okay. That would be awful. If this is what actually happens, I'd cancel my subscription. <laughs> if, if anyone from that thing... <laughs> yeah, if, any, if anyone from that whole triangle of, of, of characters and storytelling showed up... What if, it's the, what if it's the good side of Aleister Black, Aleister White... And you white masked him, which is the same thing, but it's like a straight punch. White mask? Oh! Yeah, white mask. Okay. Instead of black mask. How do we do Aleister Black versus Aleister White? Uh, they did two Undertakers once. They'll find a body double. But does Aleister White wear a, a mask? Aleister White? Yes, he does. Okay. And he's the same getup, and he has like fabric sleeve tattoos, like the Joker <laughs> costume. <laughs> okay. That's who attacked Aleister Black. Alistair White. I'm gonna go with Alistair White, too. Or they do, like, a Hardy compound thing, and they just do really good, like, uh, camera work. Yeah. I mean, I I don't mind that that much. The only thing that stopped me last time from really saying... I think I said on here that it was that it was amazing, but looking back on it, the only thing that makes me go, uh, is the fucking... Uh, what is it called? Not Rogue One, the robot... I'm talking about yeah, uh, like well, Vanguard one or Va- whatever. Vanguard one, and then the f- the fucking CG Matt Hardy coming. Yeah. Was, oh my god, that is when I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay, that was at the beginning, but anyway, hey, we had a we had a great main event. Yeah, they fucking murdered each other again. again that's really all there is to say about this. They were like, I'm not I'm not being mean. I'm not sliding the match. It was not as good as the last two. Obviously, no. they we're, we're declining. But, I mean, that's... I think they had something else planned for this match, and then Aleister Black yeah. got interrupted. I think that um, it probably would have been pretty interesting what happened. I don't think the outcome would have been different. I don't think so either. But, yeah, it's just them killing each other again. What was your favorite part of the whole match? Gargano's a broken man. We're witnessing a broken man. He sacrificed the match to try and, and just hurt Champa, and it him. ended up hurting him in the end. Yeah, he just wanted to kill him. I wish your prediction of them handcuffed to each other was correct. Yeah, that would have been wild. Yes, that would have been so cool. Because you could have still, you could have still done the same thing, but like anytime Champa falls down, like going like rips him up by the handcuffs. Yeah. That's probably pretty dangerous. Yeah, that's probably pretty. Uh, Ouch! Oof! My wrist. Um, I think. My favorite part of the whole match was Champa burying Gargano under the shit, and he grabbed like camera guys. Yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> like that was a my fucking favorite. cartoon. Yeah, and then he sat on the fucking announcer's table and was like clapping. Yeah, I love when he and does that. and there's even like he threw a guy on top of him, a, a, like a crew member. Yeah, who's probably just like a recent like lower indie NXT like performance center guy. Just 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 the lowest performance center guy they could find. Yeah, they're like, hey. Come to Brooklyn with us this weekend. He's like, oh, I'm winning the title. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just you're 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 rebel. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, really good match. Fun to watch. They are they are decreasing in craziness. It's just the 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 next the next one needs to be at Warzone, and it just needs to be them in the. Fucking two rings pushed war together game. in a cage. Yeah, war games. Yeah, it needs to be them in the war games cage. With like, 
And it also needs to be like a lumberjack match. Oh my god. Yeah, so like NXT locker room is just sick of it. Yeah, and and it's in a cage. How do you do that? Everyone's lining the ropes. Ooh. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, so they can't get out. Yeah. So, so they can't even do like rope stuff without it getting fucking wild. Without getting a Keith Lee drop kick or something. Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what is going to happen with Champa and if Gargano is going to continue to be in this. Obviously, it, it's more than likely that he will be. Yep. I mean, as we record Ch- this, we can probably get results for the tapings. So, yeah, Gar- Gargano's um, he's he's reaching a low point. Yeah, he even had the scarier logo on yeah. his gear. Yep, it was it was Venom inspired because he, I I think it's more I don't think it, it's well kind of Venom it's more like symbiote inspired because you still saw some of the like Spider Man red oh, and blue yeah. and then the black was taking over because he's becoming yeah. a darker, more hurt broken individual. And he's and sometimes he gets booed by the crowd. Yeah. During the Aleister Black stuff, he they did not like him. Yeah, because he's. They told him he deserved it after he got black masked. So. Kinda did. Yeah. Didn't need to interrupt the match. He doesn't want Champa to win though, or he didn't. So this is this is good. I mean, take over take over Brooklyn what do you think? Good. Takeover's always good. Yeah. What's the worst takeover out there? Probably one of the early ones. Before they uh did arenas. I think the first time they did an arena was Dallas in twenty fifteen sixteen. Hmm. So but before that it was just full sale also. Oh. Um yeah, you know, want to know what's sad is that if so quickly afterward, it still probably put Slammiversary at the top above some takeovers, above this one even. Hmm. Slammiversary was wild. I love Slammiversary. But. I think you like the idea of Slammiversary more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The idea that a non-WWE pay-per-view can be good has open, has changed it, your world. It, really good. <laughs> really fucking good. But, uh, yeah, that's TakeOver. Let's talk about the really fucking long show that happened. All right, let's skip through the pre-show real quick. Uh, Vega and Almas beat Lana and Rusev. Yep. Uh, and then and then they traded wins on, on Tuesday. Yeah. Lana. And Aiden English helped on Tuesday. Aiden English helped them win. He stopped a chair from coming in the... the, the yeah. Ring. So we don't have to talk about that later. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship match. Cedric Alexander still champion. Rip Drew Gulak. Good match. Cedric Alexander's keeping that belt until he loses it to Ricochet. Or Rey Mysterio. Those are the only two people who are going to beat him. Rey Mysterio's not going to be stuck on 205 Live. Well, if they they introduce tag belts, then there's something for them to do. Mm. And then he could be a part-time champ. Which would be weird, but I know he doesn't want to be full-time. I think it it makes more sense for 205 Live being an hour each week. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need to show up every week because there's only an hour. Yeah, and you can do uh, you can number do one contender uh, tournaments. tournaments and then leading up to pay-per-views where Rey Mysterio on the main card gives these younger cruiserweight wrestlers some play. Even if it's only one time against, like, Leo Rush or someone. That's yeah. still that's still pretty... Or Ricochet. That's still pretty crazy. But, yeah, give, give me those traditional uh, Freebird tag titles. For two hundred five live, uh, the B team barely won, and then they lost in singles matches against the Revival. The next, uh, the next night on Raw. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, that's. I don't know. I think 
I think what happened at the end of Raw is probably where this is headed. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about I'm that. very confused. I, I think kayfabe-wise, the Revival should never win singles matches. Because yeah, because they they amplify each other's talent. Yep. Yeah, and they're they're like when you watch the like huge NXT match or like you see their finisher, it's it's interesting because they have such good like synergy that it works. But right, yeah. In singles competition, it's like who gives a shit. Yeah. I I don't buy them as singles competitors because like I don't ever see it being like. Number one contender tournament for the Intercontinental Championship. First up, Scott Dawson from the Revival versus Apollo Crews. Yeah, I, I can game. buy anyone in Titus Worldwide as singles co- competition, not the Revival though. Yeah, and hey, then you've convinced me through this, and then you know what that means? There's not a single good singles competitor in that whole match. Yeah, because I don't know about Bo Dallas, Kurz Axel. They're I think they're both considered busts in terms of... Probably partially due to booking. Bo Dallas had the NXT title for like 200-some days. He has like the second longest reign. Yeah, and he also didn't um, really defend it that often because I think for part of it he was hurt. Oh. So I I think for like... Oh, with NXT, you can get away with it because it's only an hour. Yeah, and that was back when they were still figuring shit out because he was like the third NXT champion, so... I think he was gone for, like, probably, like, three tapings. Mm. And I think he showed up at one, and it was like, hey, man, we're fucking sick of you. And that was, by that point, he was, like, a heel because he doesn't defend his title because <laughs> that's how they had to write it because he couldn't wrestle. Yeah. But, anyway, yeah. Intercontinental Championship match. That's Seth how Rollins. The, that's, the, that's how they start off the show because they're smart. They learn yeah. their mistake from Extreme Rules. You start off with Seth Rollins because he, he can get everyone up and going and lively. Yeah. He makes... Life exciting. Thank you, Seth Rollins. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler against Seth Rollins with each of their friends at ringside. Drew McIntyre for Ziggler. Our newly christened lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose. Yep, he's back. Haircut. He's back, baby. Jacked. Yeah, this picture is. That's an old picture. <laughs> That's a very old. It's also an old picture of Seth. Yeah, they uh, th- this they know how to put on a good show. Thanos gear. Thanos gear, he had the gold gold boot, and you couldn't tell until someone posted a picture online that it had Infinity Stones in it. It did not take us long to figure out that it was Thanos, though, in the living room. Did not. We were, like, immediately, like, what is, what is, comic book Thanos, yeah. And it's the thing, he, it's the foot he stomps with. Yeah, which is really cool. <laughs> Very fucking cool. Very cool. <laughs> it's, this, uh... I, I knew how this match was gonna go. For for I knew how like to tell be able to tell when a match was going to end. I we 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 one hundred percent predicted the NXT card. Oh yeah, the takeover card. We were four or four. Yeah, all correct on this card. We didn't do very well. Nope. <laughs> Pre-show card kind of. Also, one of the pre-show matches changed and didn't happen at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even get to show up that night. Nope. Rip. Best wrestlers. Two of the best wrestlers in the company. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Excellent wrestling throughout Ziggler and Rollins. It's Rollins. Yeah. I don't know. 
Ziggler is a fucking Superman who can survive that top turnbuckle fucking roll through Falcon Arrow. It was like an inverted Falcon Arrow. It was, it was <laughs> insane, yeah. And then he kicked out of it, and there's still like seven minutes left after that. Yeah. That was like a halfway through. Yeah. Um, Tyler really liked all the suicide dives. Yes. Our friend Tyler watched... His first pay-per-view ever, I think, and he really... Well, he watched TakeOver the night before, but he really likes Suicide Dives because I think it's just that thing of, like, why would you do that? But That's why it's called that. You you sacrifice yourself to inflict more damage on your enemy. I think the scarier thing about that is that's how Dean got injured, is he took a Seth Rollins Suicide Dive. Yeah. Um, It happens. Yeah. Jumping out of the ring is scary. It's cool. Yeah, it is. So the ending was crazy when Rollins attempted the frog splash, but Ziggler got his knees up. It was scary. Yeah. Like, oh no. Our our favorite guy isn't going to win. But. (laughs) You know it's coming because... Drew McIntyre and Dean Ambrose finally actually start to fight. They keep, like, anytime someone comes Close comes out of the them, ring, yeah. like, Drew McIntyre will walk over and Dean Ambrose is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And Drew McIntyre is scared of him, even though he's, like, three inches taller than Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he hit dirty deeds on, on Drew McIntyre. He did. And that's what, that's what gave... Rollins, the uh, the energy. Yeah, it looked like that was going to be a bad ending because Rollins is just like, yeah, look at my buddy, buddy yeah. Dean hitting his finisher, and Ziggler's behind him ready. But he turned it around. What did he turn it around into? The blackout. He got that big dick energy from Dean's dirty deeds. I've been waiting all episode to say big dick energy. <laughs> big dick energy is fucking stupid. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And before. Ziggler also made a. Seth bleed. When was that? What did. Zigzag. Oh, yeah. Busted Seth's head open. That was pretty. That was a lot of blood. That was pretty bad. Yeah. But it's okay because Seth Rollins uh, stomped and obliterated half of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he, he by obliterate. No, he when he stomped him, it it got rid of long hair guy. Long hair guy like disintegrated. Oh, because he's a Dolph Ziggler fan. Yeah, big time. <laughs> um, to the point where he'll like boo Seth Rollins and like yeah. Who, when I, whenever Seth Rollins is like doing something, he'll be like t- shaking his head and like doing a thumbs down. What do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect with one of the most talented men on the roster in the world? I mean, both of these men are very talented, so... Yeah. Ziggler definitely is, but I guess they just don't care. Because WWE just doesn't care. About him. Yeah, it's sad. I get, they gave him this title for a while. That's surprising. Yeah, and I think that um, before The Miz had it last year, it was Ziggler who had it. Hmm. So, um, I guess he stayed around belts for a while, but... Yeah, he's, he's up there. He's, like, right behind uh, The Miz and Jericho, I think. I think he's tied with third place. And he's had two world title reigns too. Yeah, two or three. So that's he's 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 a, he's a guy who I think it works well to. Yeah, I think he's right that like he, the, we're calling back to after he won the USA title how people don't care 
he's had an incredible career, and people are just like, and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of it probably has to do with just being... People getting worked? People, people getting worked, and then um, that long stretch of being the Intercontinental title or holder mm. for such a long time, because that was not the main belt. Yeah. Which now it, it is a pretty prestigious belt again. And uh, I think he was the one who talked about how sometimes he would just show up and, like, ready to wrestle, excited about stuff, and they'd be like, we got nothing for you. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Roman Reigns' voice. Believe that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're going to get to it, but, uh, yeah. Pretty good idea. Seth Rollins is the man. Yeah, he is. Hey. SmackDown tag titles. I think, looking back on it, I kind of get... I think the direction was going the way it went anyways. It's just they're going to wait till like, Hell in a Cell for it to happen. But as a result of... This night. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that because I can't believe the tag team match was the main event of SmackDown. Again. Again. Road Dogg <laughs> loves tag team wrestling. Road Dogg's trying to change Vince's of, mind. Of course he does. Yeah. That's the only... I can't That's imagine how good, how good Road Dog was in singles competition. I can't imagine he ever did anything really. Probably not a whole lot, but yeah. Um, but, we can talk about this match, but we'll talk more about I, the, the whole thing. the whole point of this match was to show that the Bludgeon Brothers are losing their edge a little bit because they were getting. This is probably the best anyone's fought back against them. The New Day, yeah, and. This is the first time that the Bludgeon Brothers scored a hit with their hammers, ending in a disqualification. They keep the belts. New yeah. Day wins. But it's the first time they use their, yeah. their, their hammer. It's the first time they had to. Yeah. Or they felt they had to, which I think you're right. Yeah, it shows their, their confidence waning, and they're getting more desperate, and like they're getting they're losing their edge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's definitely what was happening, and it would have continued for several more weeks, maybe... Another pay-per-view or two. But. And Biggie getting hurt with it is also so... Uh, the only two remaining New Day members that can do it are the not-strong men. Yeah. That's 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 Vince's thing. Is Well, they're not big. How could they win? Good wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So, Biggie got legitimately hurt during this match. Oh, it was? Is it legitimate? That's where he got hit with the hammer. Oh, no. Okay, so that was a work. Yeah. All right. Eric Rowan got legitimately hurt in this match. Yep. Uh, he has a pectoral injury. But we'll talk a little bit more I about that. I believe that because they fucking throw each other around. Yes. And, like, I imagine just, like, pulling to, like, not letting go at the right time when they're doing, like, swinging each other. Bad, yeah, yeah, especially with how big they are. Next match. Don't need to talk about it. was a squash it. match. It was bad. There was no point in setting this up the entire time. We get it. Strowman is a beast who can run over everyone. Like Kevin Owens. That was anything. that was. It's if we talk about it for a second, it's the most frustrating thing on the whole card, probably. Because it's the most frustrating thing on the whole card, probably, because you could have done something really fucking cool, but you chose to just have him do something that he does weekly on Raw for no reason. Also, it's like I've been saying the last couple of weeks. It's just straight up character assassination. Somebody who was previously one of the meanest, roughest most capable wrestlers in the whole world, is now a comedy act. Why? Because he's a little overweight? 
and Vince thinks fat people are jokes. It's fucking stupid. I'm getting I'm getting actually upset talking about it right now. So we're going to move on. But just know that this night should have ended with Kevin Owens finding a way to beat Braun Strowman. There's no way to specify there's no reason to specify the the match stipulation if he's going to lose anyway. It, it makes all the story events that happen the next night would have been better if Kevin Owens is the one with the briefcase. And we'll talk about why that is when we get to, to Raw. Because Raw we can just shoot through. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot other than the end, really. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match, triple threat match between Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and the champion Carmella. Um, pretty pretty good wrestling. Carmella's improving, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte's always good to watch. But... Um, after Becky Lynch hit a Bexploder on Carmella? In, she, into her, like, third disarmor setup on Carmella. She, uh... What did, what did Charlotte use on her? She she did, like, that front flip senton thing. I don't know what that is. Okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And then pinned Carmella. Yeah. Or did she pin... No, she pinned Carmella. She pinned definitely done for Carmella. Um, I just realized that people have been saying the disarm her for, I realized that Tuesday. I thought it was just the dis, I thought people were just saying the disarmer. I was like, that's a cool name for a fucking <laughs> arm bar, sure. It, <laughs> I just realized that's what was being said. You've watched the I watched the like whole nine times. Becky collection twice. <laughs> I watched her win one match in a four hour collection like nine times, yeah. But Charlotte Flair is the the SmackDown Women's Champion, and you know Becky's a little frustrated, but she'll still embrace with her friend and be proud of her. No, she won't. No heel turn. You're gonna beat the shit out of Charlotte. Charlotte deserves it, and it all makes sense. Yeah, um, it's. It's like a way to tell a good story and have Becky Lynch do something, but also Vince gets his way with Charlotte having the title. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Becky's probably the focal point of this, but uh, Charlotte having the title means people are going to pay attention to her and think she's the best woman there is, Yeah. which means more, more of her merch is going to move probably, even though they did just release a new Becky shirt. Relentless. Yeah. That's a good shirt. But, and, and uh, Charlotte was, like, crying. Yeah. What do you think she was crying more over, for kayfabe or because people were booing her after she won the title? I think it's, like, I think it's, like, probably a lot. <laughs> probably a lot of, it's probably being booed and thinking that wasn't going to happen because she's clearly supposed to be the face here or they're just mm. wildly misbooking this. It's probably. She's supposed to be, it's just that. They're, people they're, don't want her to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's probably also the idea of her friend doing this. And I know um, a feud between Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax probably fucked up their friendship. Mm. And I think Sasha and Bailey said that there have been times when, like, it's been hard because of stuff that is being written for them. Mm. So, it, it could be, I'm thinking that could be partly legitimate. And then some of it's Cage's kayfabe, yeah. Mm. Um, I think, and and we're not probably not going to talk about her a whole lot. 
other than comparing Becky to her when we get to that point, but she's still a great wrestler and she's doing a good job. It's just that we don't, as as the WWE universe, we don't really want her right now. It's her like what fifth title? Seventh. Jesus. This is her seventh title reign. They're not counting NXT. They don't count NXT titles when they do that, huh? I don't think so. If they did, I think it would be eight or nine, which is a lot. That's yeah. already. Uh, That's up there with uh, Jericho and Intercontinental title reigns. Yeah. What does Trish Trish have for women's titles? Isn't it like it's pretty? It's pretty high. It's like. I'm going to say 14. I'm going to say it's 14 to 16. I'm hedging my bet. Trish Stratus at 7. That's with the that's with the women's championship. Um I the, the oh that's with the old women's championship with the 2010 one. Fucking hate how they divide that on Wikipedia. Yeah, that's really dumb. Charlotte Flair had 4 on Raw. And has had two on SmackDown. Okay, so it's six. Maybe this... Is this updated with SummerSlam? Yes. Okay, so it's six. That's a lot. What does Fabulous Moolah have? Four. What What did Trish have? Seven. Seven. So she's almost there in, like, half the fucking time? That's insane. She, she is being pushed like no other. Yeah, and then there's only been single reigns for NXT, which is wild. Yeah, so that means Shayna won't win it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's. I'm not. Now that we've looked at these and I'm thinking about it, I don't even remember exactly what my point was. But yeah, it. That's what it was. We just don't want her right now. We want Becky, or we want Oscar, or we want. Uh, Absolution to have it Man- under the Freebird rule. Mandy Rowe. Mandy Rose or Peyton Royce. Like, I'm okay with either of Mandy game. Rose. <laughs> I forgot we have to do the whisper. Mandy Rose or Peyton Royce. Like, I'm, I'm fine with any of them over Charlotte again. Charlotte and a lot. The crazy thing is, if I can say for a second before we move on, the crazy thing is, is that I think because it's not as popular with the, the wide audience of wrestling fans, women's wrestling, I think that when there are over pushes with women it's less noticed and because they don't they only have one belt per brand there's not anything you can do about it so people just go yeah Alexa Bliss is the best yeah Charlotte's the best which is why women need to have an alternative a mid card about something tag titles <laughs> so they can something so people People can be doing stuff while someone else has the title, opposed to just yeah. waiting for Ronda. So the Rousey so the two around. women segments that they have a night, like there's something they're working for both I, times. I think yeah, on Raw they usually have three or four. Even two if they're or three. even if they're really like meaningless matches, yeah. You can have you can have a non a non title feud, a tag title feud, and then the title feud. Yeah, that's not you know. Even if the t- non-title feud is a comedy thing, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Something for those women to do. Does they deserve it? Hey, you know what's next? The WWE Championship match between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Samoa. They always like make that Owa bounce when they announce him. Oh yeah, they do. It's 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 something. You know what they're gonna be calling him after this match? Daddy. Daddy Joe. <laughs> um, 
So I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna be controversial. I don't think this was fun to watch. Oh. The match itself. Oh. All the other stuff was good. Like the mic stuff afterward. Mm. I don't know. I just think Samoa Joe's believable and mean. But his matches are really slow. He's and a big guy. It's yeah. Scary. Yeah. His matches are really slow. Joe can can suicide dive. Yeah. Uh, Styles can put him in a Styles clash, which is nuts. <sighs> nuts that he <sighs> that he did that. Yeah. How? He's really big in comparison. Samoa Joe's definitely three hundred pounds. They say like two eighty, but he's definitely three hundred pounds. Um. Yeah, I just I don't, I don't know. I I like the storytelling of it. I just don't think I like the match. Hmm. I liked the Styles Clash because that was insane. Yeah, but I really, I really, really like the um, calling out Wendy and AJ's daughter. Yeah, and saying, "Don't worry, I'll be your daddy." That was good. <laughs> I feel really bad for the kid. Yeah, because she has no clue. She's, she's too young to know. Yeah, she's not at the age where you get the. It's all. It's all like a, it's acting. It's like yeah. movie. She, it's like a movie. Talk. She's probably been told this, but she still probably has. She still doesn't like. She can't grasp separate it. it. Yeah, she she can't separate it in her mind that it's that it's separate. So, <laughs> watching the guy who comes over probably once a month and watches football with dad, or like eats Thanksgiving dinner with dad, or he brings his family over and you have a big barbecue in the big backyard, yeah. beat the shit out of dad and say he's gonna be your new dad is probably <laughs> really traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> It's how how much longer can AJ Styles keep this up? He's just every 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 one of his opponents keeps pushing him to the edge, and he just keeps breaking down. How much longer until he's a bad guy? How much longer until he employs the help of some good brothers? But they're good brothers. They're not bad brothers. Good brothers can do bad things, Troy. Mm, that's true. I mean, <laughs> they've been gone for like a year, but... <laughs> oh, I miss them. Yeah, I think that's a good point, is that he is... Nakamura pushed him to his limit. Yeah, this uh, one he, he brought a chair out against Samoa Joe. Yeah, so... I'm still amazed at how AJ Styles can contortion his body. For the forearms and yeah. such, yeah. He should have his own shoes so I can have, like, Jordans, but instead of, like, the the hoop guy, it's uh, a jump man. Is that what it's called? Is that what they call that logo? Yeah. I don't know. Man. I don't it know is. shoe things. Yeah, it's I want AJ Styles shoes so it's, like, him fucking twisting for the phenomenal you know, forearm. You know who would who would sign on there and then they'd have an alternate logo for women's shoes? Who? Kyrie Sane. That'd be Because they be basically good. do, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. I want I want the uh, P1s. I want the P2s. <laughs> That's how they number them? That doesn't make... I'm the phenomenal third shoe. Yeah. Um, I think what you, the point you made is really good. Uh, I don't think Samoa Joe in this feud will be the one to take the title from him. Uh, I told you about Samoa Joe's contract, right? With no. NXT. How he was supposed to be... I think I told you this about Cash's Ono. They have like some oh, like yeah. a legacy contract. Joe was supposed to do that, and then and it was basically like 
he there's no way he's going to main roster. He doesn't want to. There's no reason for him to. He's going to help mm. train people here and enhance talent mm. here. People loved him so much that he went on up, and um, that's that's why I don't think he um, has any title aspirations really mm. to hold the belt because he's just there to have fun, be fun, bad guy. You know, wrestle, have good matches, despite what I said about this one. People like him. He's moving merch. He's great on the mic. Yeah. He's basically the Suzuki of WWE right now. I, I think uh, it, it would help the storytelling if he had it for like a month. AJ he, yeah. won it back to redeem redeem himself. Yeah, I, after I like losing it and like that, ma- that match that uh, Roman had against Samoa Joe... Or if he's disqualified for any reason, he loses the title because he oh, he brought yeah. the chair out on Joe. Yeah. I think it should be something like that, and Styles loses, and then he redeems himself by not cheating to win. Yeah, by having a clear opportunity to cheat. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then chooses not to. <laughs> yeah. No, I I absolutely think that this is this this is a good idea. Will we get this? Maybe. I'm gonna lean towards. Probably not, but I want to be optimistic and use your maybe. Hey! The the best part we need to talk about is when he went out to see his wife and, and daughter, and he pit- holds his daughter, and she's like, Daddy, you're bleeding. And yeah. she like, looks very upset and wants to go back to, yeah. to like, Wendy. She like pushes AJ away to get back to her mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is probably... She cannot discern this shit. This is probably traumatizing to her. Hey... My favorite moment of SummerSlam. The Miz getting brass knuckles from Maurice <laughs> to fucking KO Daniel Bryan. I flip-flopped on this feud so badly. I was like, yeah, Face is going to win. Daniel Bryan is good. The Miz bad guy. And then this happened, and I was like, wow, the Miz is awesome. Oh, wait. I didn't even do that on, on purpose. <laughs> I did not call the Miz awesome for the for the gimmick. <laughs> This was good. Really good. It's good storytelling. Yes. It's a much more natural way of building what's coming up at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I I got goosebumps watching the slow-mo replay of Marie slipping the fucking brass knuckles to him. (laughs) I got goosebumps from that shit. That's really good. (laughs) That feels like some classic wrestling shit. Yeah. That is so good. Otherwise, Daniel Bryan would have won. Yeah, he absolutely would have. Daniel Bryan came pretty close to winning multiple times. Yes, he did. I like the trading of the moves, the yes kicks, the it kicks. Yeah. Uh, the Miz did uh, the flying knees a couple times. Miz is good. Yeah, he is. People say he's not that good in the ring. Here's what I have to say to those people. He's a lot better than a lot of people in WWE. I, I think the difference between him and a lot of, like, not indie working or, like, uh, different him and, like, probably some other performance center type people, like football players, some football players who decide to try out. Goldberg's an easy example because he's, like, the biggest, is that The Miz grew up loving wrestling. Yeah. But he was also charismatic, so he's, like... I'm going to do reality shows. And he was like 20 when he was on the real yeah, world. Yeah. So, and when he go when he gets to work for WWE, he's like, I've loved this my entire life. I get to do it. Well, some of them, it's like, 
I'm athletic. I can yeah. probably do it. Yeah. Or it's kind of cool. I'm not athletic. I, I'm not getting signed next season. So. Yeah, I I agree. That's he what what he lacks in wrestling ability, which. If I had to put him in a category, he's de- definitely a technician, and he's pretty good at like slow technical rest holds, he, things like that. He's still like in between like mid card wrestlers and like the top guys. Yeah, but his the, his the ability to tell stories with his with his expressions and gestures is next level. It's like Triple H Cena good, and those guys are cut from a totally different cloth where you mm. had to have. You had to have everything back then. Which, that sounds really like, wrestling was better back then, but, like, I mean, it was it was more about the, uh, the wacky storylines, which means you had to be really good at telling stories. And also, I mean, they were probably, they were pretty good at wrestling, so. Not probably, they were, so. <laughs> John Cena's good at wrestling? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. I think maybe they accidentally called him Big Match John. Maybe he's not good at wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Maurice, Maurice slipping him brass knuckles is probably the most I've seen a, a wife character do Yeah. for someone. I mean, Naomi's rescued the Usos. By crying. <laughs> By crying, By yeah. By crying, yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Why'd you remind <laughs> me of that? I didn't do anything. Mostly just because it's funny that like the only thing that could stop the Bludgeon Brothers is a is glow in the dark lights. That's what it was. It wasn't her <laughs> pleading for her husband's life. It was they were going, uh, uh, Rowan, those are like the stars in my bedroom ceiling. <laughs> Luke, let's go look at stars and bedroom ceiling. Oh no, Luke, they they ran out of glow juice. We need to go back to ninety nine cent store to get more. You know what I'm talking about, right? The dumb little... Yeah, I had those on my, on my roof as a kid. Those were cool. Yeah. Anyway, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Great match. Great storytelling. Guess what? It's not over. It's never going to be over. I don't think so either. I think those two will have a match at WrestleMania when they're in their 50s. <laughs> I definitely think they will not end. Yeah. They'll have a mixed tag match of... The Miz with Monroe <laughs> Sky and Daniel Bryan with Birdie. They will. They absolutely will. And it'll end with uh, Birdie and Daniel Bryan doing yes, yes kicks. Yeah. And locking both of them in yes locks. And WrestleMania, whatever that will be, will be fucking freaking out. <laughs> That'll be excellent. And then followed by the biggest surprise of the night. The whole time we're wondering, why the fuck... They, they cut Elias and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Elias got a segment where his guitar broke. He's pissed. Yeah. Um, they moved the BT match to the pre-show because that's where it fucking should have been the whole time. They cut... Uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey Versus and, Ruby, Ruby Riot Squad. Riot Squad, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, this guy... We, we were wondering what... And then it Baron Corman's music hits. I'm like... What the fuck is going on? Why? Why? Is this happening? Why? It doesn't need to. That's looking back on it. That's when I should have kn- should have known. That is the moment I should have known. Hey, this is gonna be really cool. <laughs> it's, it's like the thing you like. Maybe something huge story wise is gonna happen. Like Stephanie's gonna fire Baron Corbin for losing, and Finn Balor's gonna be the constable because Shane comes back and appoints him or something. Yeah, something and, big. And. 
it's we're wondering what's going on. It's, it, it like it's black and there's like red on the Titan Tron fog starts smoking it coming in and we're like, oh no. It's the demon. And we start screaming and everyone's looking at us like what's going on? Yeah. No one else gets it. That was hype as fuck. He comes out as the demon. And then it's just a squash man. He just fucking bodies, man. Maybe he just like five sling blades and two to grot him twice. Maybe it's just how good good he is. But it definitely felt like he was moving faster while he was in the demon pain. That's what I'm saying. The demon is absolutely stronger than Finn Balor is. It's real. Yeah, that's why there's two separate characters in 2K. With two separate ratings. And he... I, I, I just wish he wouldn't do like the weird dreads thing. That's the only part I don't love, but I... I, I feel like... It, the fact that it comes off is... I think there's probably, like, a real thing about there's it. There's definitely a cultural significance to the yeah. Fans, yeah. It, it probably has to do with, um... If I'm going to take a shot in the dark, I'm not a history expert. I'm just using kind of what I know. A lot of Britannica was pretty tribal before the Roman Empire. Yeah. And a lot of them did use... When you see... They did dreadlocks yeah. and stuff, so it's probably definitely something like that. Yeah. Is it Britannica? Is that how you say it? Brit- Britannica? Britannica slash like Anglo. Yeah. Anglo Britan Britain. Yeah. Anglo Saxon. Yeah. There was a lo- there was a lot of like paganism and yeah and uh, you know worshiping the earth and things like that. So people yeah. people w- w- uh, witches and whatever else probably had mm. dreads. So that's probably where that comes from. And fact check me, fans. <laughs> the 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 demon is. Is cool on its own, but oh, it's yeah. also cool to think that like this is something he definitely came up by him with by himself to like stand out on the indies. Yeah, is like a demon, and like definitely wrestling in like England and Ireland and stuff. That's probably a cool thing to be at like, especially if you're one of those weirdos who's like a Irish nationalist or something. You go to wrestling, <laughs> and you see you see uh, Prince David is wrestling, and you're like. Cool, an Irishman like me. I hope he wins. And he comes out as a Celtic demon. You're like, oh fuck! Yeah. And you have a massive boner in love wrestling. It would be like if uh, if a, if Elias wrestled a match as a uh, Confederate soldier. <laughs> Why Elias? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if if the revival. Oh, there you go. That's much better. It's Confederate soldiers. I'm, I'm Robert E. Lee. What? <laughs> and then our truth comes out and beats them both with a fucking corkscrew. What's shirt. up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a squash match. He fucking cootabrod him twice. Sling bladed him a million times. There's a good way for it to end because. The console character is annoying. They, they they literally wrote themselves into like, oh, we got to give something for Finn Balor to do, and this is a match no one cares about. It's basically just we made it interesting. Yeah. It's like the only way to, for Finn Balor to get this guy to knock his shit off is to fucking murder him and his soul. It's it's much better than the last time I saw the demon, which was the Bray Wyatt sister Abigail versus the demon thing. Mm. It's much cooler to just see the demon happen opposed to weeks leading up to the demon's going to happen. And then he didn't even face Bray Wyatt. He faced AJ Styles. You know what would be a good good feud, a good, like, story thing to do that they could do with the demon? Hmm. Is they could do, like, a hardy compound thing and Finn Balor gets thrown in. So for, like, the next, like, month and a half or something, month and a half, two months, he's, like... 
he's just like feral demon on set. Like he's not even Finn Balor. He doesn't smile pretty. He's just he's just scary. He just crawls around. Yeah, yeah. You still have like not like dramatic spots of like a backstage segment with like Elias walking, and you just see him like skitter across the floor like a horror movie. He's like standing like. On like a perch way above people. Yeah. Like like there's two guys cutting a promo on something and, and then just, the camera aims up and he's just been standing there breathing yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I'm down for that. It sounds cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm really down for that. He probably gets very excited whenever the company's like, yes, Dude, you can be the demon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. You think he does true. the makeup? No. Because mm. it's hard to paint on yourself. Oh, yeah. And, and he had stuff on his back, but... You know who I think does the makeup if I had to guess? Becky Lynch. Because yeah. they trained together, so she's probably done it at least once. Yeah. So that's who that's who in my mind I imagine doing the makeup. At least the back piece. Hey, Vince hates your mom. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Vince, yeah, he does. Vince hates he, your mom. He hates a my lot. mom. Didn't give her an Elias match, just Elias getting mad. And then Kinshasa. Uh, and then Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Kinshasa. And that's that's really all you can talk. The, that's all you can talk about this match is Jeff Hardy getting Kinshasa. But it was fun watching them make fun of each other because when when Jeff Hardy when uh, Nakamura did it, Jeff Hardy was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then when Jeff Hardy was doing like the "Come on," yeah. Nakamura was like, "It was like it like My hurt soul. his soul." Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Why? He looked like horrified and like hurt that yeah. he got mocked. Which I think kind of works well for Nakamura's character. Like, he doesn't take shit seriously. Mm-hmm. And, like, he just mocks everyone. But when it happens to him, it's like a deep, horrific yeah. offense. Hey, you better not say shit about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. Um, it's a good match. Jeff Hardy is older, but he's still good at... He can still, he can still do wrestle. stuff. Yeah, he's still doing uh, swantons and all this other stuff. He's. I think I might be confusing some spots with the Tuesday match against Orton, but... <laughs> It's, it was still pretty good. It was still, it was still, it was still really good, actually. Jeff swantoned onto the apron, and he's somehow still alive, so. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what I was thinking of. I couldn't remember if that was in the, in the Orton match or not, but yeah, Kinshasa Nakamura is, uh, United States champion. Hey, I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. They understand that. I'm just here to get a pointless pop because people still love me from ten years ago. And you know what? He didn't even attack Jeff Hardy. No, it, ma- it made that uh, they filled. They wasted time. They're just they're just trying to get like shit set up, like yeah. trying to get some like Rousey's makeup done or something, like to send him out there so they remember he's in this feud. And then he looked and they turned around. Yeah, and and it can totally be sold as like, hey, uh, you know, you know what. Um, I'm not gonna do this because your fans want me to do this right now and fuck the fans. So, mm, yeah, that's what I imagined at the time. But you know who's next? The baddest woman on the planet against Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Title. And this is about as long as the Finn Balor match. Yeah, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, Natalia came out to some cheers wearing her dad's jacket, sat yeah. ringside while Ronda Rousey won her first WWE Championship. Yeah. Um, despite people, th- this probably includes you, thinking that this is too soon, I think the time frame would be better if the match was better. 
I, th- I think the... I think it sets a weird precedent and, like, weird yeah. strength-wise. She's... Kayfabe strength-wise, she's the strongest woman now, probably, yeah. But... Vince just really wants Rousey versus Charlotte at Survivor Series. Th- it's the only thing that will make him care about that pay-per-view. And I think Rousey versus Charlotte is only being pushed so hard because you want to do horsewomen versus horsewomen. Yeah. Um, which I want to be over so then Sasha Banks and Bailey can be freed and start to do cool shit. But, um, yeah. I don't... I think it's really soon, but this goes back to what I said earlier in the show, where it's like, there, there's so little for women to actually be doing that, that... That's what makes this uncomfortable? Yeah, it, but you're gonna put, you're gonna have her do something, you're gonna put a belt on her, you're gonna have her do something big, quickly, because she's a huge draw. She is absolutely their biggest signing of all time. I don't think they could get a bigger signing. No. There's, there's, unless, like, LeBron retired and was like, I want to wrestle. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that would be bigger than Ronda Rousey. If, if, is if LeBron James is like, I want you pointing at Roman Reigns. Like, that's the only thing that's bigger. Um, How much would we pay to see LeBron Oh my fucking god. <laughs> if they, if they up the, the fucking network that month from fucking $10 to 100 I'm paying it. With with Kobe as the special guest ref, I'm watching shit out of that. Yeah, that's that. It's a huge signing, so you're gonna put a belt on her to make her look credible because people know her as really strong. And you're getting a lot of people watching now. It's the most watched SummerSlam of all time. You're getting a lot of people watching now who know Ronda Rousey as someone who is successful in fight sports. Maybe not at the end of the UFC run, but yeah, it's it's something that is unfortunate, and you you have to do. My thing is it could have been done better. It's not fun to watch her... This is like... Have you ever watched Goldberg versus Kevin Owens? No. It's that lame. That's how... Kevin Owens, like, runs away from Goldberg for, like, five minutes. And then Goldberg spears him and jackhammers him and wins. That's how lame this was. Because Alexa Bliss is not a good wrestler. You know why she's pushed as much as she is? She's blonde. Yeah. Okay. So... I don't know why you wouldn't have taken the belt off of her and given it to any Naomi. Naomi and... You know, it sounds stupid. I know you, you put two big people against each other. Bliss moves merch. Rousey moves merch and is popular. But at least Naomi versus Rousey would be entertaining. Because one is athletic and the other one's a fighter. Like, I just... here Here's what my problem is, truly. We'll get to the core. Alexa Bliss is boring. I'm tired of Alexa Bliss. If it was against anyone else, would you have been as excited during the match? Um, it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. Because I think about Naomi, and it's like, she's athletic, she could make it interesting to watch. I don't know about any of the other undercard women on, on Raw, or anywhere else, you know. I, I have no idea. It's just... I'm so tired of Alexa Bliss. She cannot wrestle. And Ronda Rousey had to win her first title in a boring-ass match. In someone rolling out of the ring. I, I, I don't, I, I'm sure on their thinking, too, is if she wrestles someone who's super credible, who has, like, You're gonna good wrestling them. skills. Gonna, not, if, if they don't do it as a squash match, it's not going to make Ronda Rousey look as strong as people think. Yeah. So. Which is the truth, but it's just, 
It's just not entertaining overall, I think. It's probably really entertaining for people who are here for Ronda. To watch her dominate somebody. They're, well, their thinking is, yeah, that's what happens when someone who fights for real gets into this ring. Yeah, that's true. This is probably too fast. Maybe it won't last. That rhymed on accident. <laughs> she might She might lose at Hell in a Cell. She might lose at uh, Super Show. Doubtful. I don't think title changes will happen on a show like that. Yeah. Evolution, maybe. Hopefully, that Nikki Bella rumor is not true. That's just as bad as a, then. Then at that point, you're just you're furthering the 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 notion of she look she's strong, and Nikki Bella is probably a perfect. That's probably what's gonna happen is Nikki Bella at Evolution. That sucks a lot actually. Yeah. So when does she get to have a real match? When people are bored of her, when they need to like up. When they, when they, when stuff starts to dwindle. Yikes, that's going to be a while probably. Yeah. It's going to be like a year. She's going to beat Asuka's women's title reign. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> hey, guess what? This, this, uh, the, the main event was a roller coaster of emotions. So... Braun, Braun backstage is like, I know the history of this briefcase, and I'm not going to be a coward. So you like, watch the match. They they both Maybe came you out. shouldn't have the briefcase. They both came out, and then Braun came out. And as soon as the bell rang, Roman didn't waste any fucking time. Superman punch, Superman punch, spear, spear, I really, spear, I really Superman punch, Superman punch, spear, spear, spear. I really wanted this to be the end of the match. I, I need, I need footage, I need footage of us watching this and like Dude, tackling during yes. this. Oh my god, I was fucking... <laughs> Just losing my shit. I wanted that to be... Remember <laughs> Remember what I said I wanted to happen when it started? I wanted him to beat Brock, Roman to cash in, and for, or uh, I wanted him to beat Brock, Braun to cash in, and then for him to beat Braun. That would have been fucking amazing. That would have been hilarious. Oh my god. That's what... That's what should have happened if you're not going to do Kevin Owens. Like you just, you just have Braun get buried by Roman. It'd be, it'd be oh funny. Oh my god! It'd be funny because the only thing that's that's that makes up for bad booking is if you is if it makes like super serious over mad marks online even more mad. Because they're mad that Roman draws breath at this point. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ro- Roman could could be beating people like Glacier in squash matches. People like, this is bullshit. Roman versus character assassination. Sh- the Shockmaster. <laughs> yeah, Roman. Hold on, if Shockmaster had ever made an in-ring comeback, if he does not win, that arena is upset. Shockmaster winning the Universal <laughs> title? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah, so then Braun came out while they were both down after... Uh, I don't remember what Brock did. He put him. He put uh, Roman in a guillotine or something for a little bit. And then Braun, uh, Braun came out after they were both on the ground catching their breath. And um, I think Braun got dove onto by Roman. Yeah. And then Brock on came accident. out. Yeah, and then Brock came out and was just like, "All right, fuck off, dude." And F five F5'd him outside the ring. And then threw the briefcase up the ramp. Yeah. It took out a panel. Yeah, that was great. I really loved that. And then um, 
as he um, as Brock came back into the ring and was looking at uh, Braun at his his handiwork, he got speared and one, two, three. Mm. It's my yard now. And then we're like, oh no, Braun's gonna run up and grab the briefcase and cash in. But as Roman's celebrating, the copyright logo pops up, and, and that's when we're like, yes, it's locked the, in. And the world is perfect. As Roman was like. <laughs> And then the copyright logo came up, and the, he's like, yeah. The world is perfect as we lose subscribers. And, and people, it was just a mix. People don't know how to react, because they're happy that Brock is doesn't have the title anymore. But it's Roman but who has it. they're mad it's the, Roman. The monkey's paw. <laughs> That's their monkey's paw. <laughs> Too fucking bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it just ends, Roman celebrating is the end, as, like, Brock is dead on the floor, and Braun is, like, clutching his chest, like, sitting up, like, oh, no. Yeah. And there's not gonna be a rematch just yet, so. That's scary, though. Oh, yeah, because he could get it at any time. And you know what? You know who was the very first person to get a Universal title rematch? Finn Balor. Finn Balor, the very next mm-hmm. night in the that's, same arena. Yeah, that that's sure. Sure, it's like yeah, they want to sell that Roman's a fighting champ, but this quick is pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty happy with how quickly it turned around. Did 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 that? Did Raw open with um with the big dog? Yeah, coming out with the title. Yeah, I remember I was doing something in the kitchen and I heard the ding ding ding. And now forever. Yeah. And then it like I hear the cl- crowd erupting. Michael Cole going, "It's we're in Brooklyn the night after SummerSlam. It's Monday Night Raw." And I'm thinking, "Is it gonna happen? Is it gonna happen?" <laughs> and then I like Burn. fell to the floor laughing. <laughs> it's like a rim shot. It's just yeah. so good. Yeah, it is. It's hilarious. And cheers overpowering booze. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy too because it's Brooklyn and Brooklyn's a hot wrestling crowd. They're a really hot, like that's that's people who boo the Knicks for existing. They buy, they spend a hundred and ninety dollars to boo the team in their city. They 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 go to Jets games so they can throw trash at Jets players. Like they they are serious about their stuff, and some of them were into Roman. Maybe they were travelers. I I don't know. I just I think seeing Roman just like the the so, some I, like the problem that has popped up and my mom comments on it a lot is that finishers there's like multiple of them now instead of just one and done. Yeah. But it, yes, it's it's really funny in a storytelling way for Roman to come out the gate and do seven fucking finishers because yeah. it's not like. Oh, he's doing it. He's going to win right away. He's like, I'm going to make fucking sure that I win. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if The Rock started a match against Triple H, which rock bottom, rock bottom, rock bottom, rock bottom. Or Stone, like Stone Cold comes out, stunners someone, picks him up, stunners him again. He catches them. He can stand up <laughs> so fast, he catches them like selling a, Like the a stun. fighting game yes. infinite juggle? He's, yeah. <laughs> That's that's absolutely what what Stone Cold would do with with Roman levels of finishers. I I love the amount of finishers that we get now. Yeah, it was. he's just like, hey, I'm a fighting champ now that Brock Lesnar isn't champ, and guess what? I'm going to defend it tonight. And who did he pick? He picked 
the Have first ever seen? Universal Champion, Finn Balor, because he's yeah. like, someone won this title in Brooklyn and then lost it the next night, so I'm going to give him another chance. Yeah, he only had it Which, for a day. That's that's a very good way to like put yourself over, too, is like, it makes him look like a, a cool guy, giving, instead of being like, there's going to be a tournament for who gets to fight me next. Yeah. It's, I'm going to let the guy who had it first have it, because he didn't get really a chance yeah. to have it. He's not getting a chance to have it again, realistically, but he gets to have a match for it. <laughs> yeah. And a good the, match for it. And it's a great match for it, and it's the main event. You know yeah. who else came out during this? Baron Corbin being a whiny baby. He's like, I was expecting Finn Balor the man, not the demon. And then they're all like, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he, he fights the same. <laughs> it's the same stuff to watch out for. He's just yeah. faster and stronger. You're dumb. <laughs> I, the, 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 worst, the worst thing about it is like... There's fog in there. What he said is why he didn't win. It's because he couldn't oh, see. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I remember so, him saying that. So Demon Finn Balor is like Metal Mario? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, and then Kurt Angle is like, well, guess what? You you got to have a match right now. Who Who is it? Oh my god, it's Velveteen Dream. <laughs> no, it's Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Every time they like, it, your opponent is... This guy! It's like, is it going to be a call-up? No. It's a call It's It's Kona Reeves? It's just the Dominator. Guess what? Dominator spine-bustered fucking Baron Corbin back to TGI Fridays. Yep. So. Hey, Sasha Banks and Bayley faced off, and Ember Moon faced off against the Riot Squad. Because they're the only people who have been fighting each other for the la- since fucking the summer started. And guess who won? The Riot Squad did, because Ruby Riot's back. Um, what is this leading into? Women's tag belts? Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, we're going to get a lot more women's segments, because we're coming up on Evolution in about a month and a half. doesn't feel good that I heard that Sarah Logan is the first person to give Ember Moon a loss. Yeah, that felt really bad, actually. It's The only reason I can think of is because she, ha- she can't like take like an eclipse or anything. Which is upsetting. As long as it's better than the Peyton Rory spinning with your arms out like a helicopter. Alexa Bliss did it too. <laughs> Just try. Carmella could sell one probably. Mickey James sold one. Very well. Yeah. Who else was it? Who? Liv Morgan. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean like. I could like, probably sell one. Yeah, me too. Eclipse. Eclipse jewelry, Ember. Yeah. Please. Um, Please. Eclipse me, and then eclipse your weirdo boyfriend who makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> King of the black women. Okay, here's... You ready for a useless segment? It's useless, but... Still pretty he's good. He's good at getting the point across. It's it's the only way they can, they can create any kind of heat between two guys who aren't gonna, like put on a five-star match and that they aren't going to do like a wrestling kayfabe storytelling match for it yeah they're like hey we've triple h is like we've had this long history and vince was like hunter you want to wrestle the undertaker again one last time no no i'm I'm busy i'm i'm bit realistically i'm busy kayfabe we'll both die that's the way he was selling this. Yeah. Is like, this match is going to end with both of us being dead. Which probably... It's not going to be a long match. No. It's not I gonna... think I think it'll probably be like 15. I don't... I know. think it'll be like a realistic length. I don't think it's going to be an Undertaker-John Cena squash match. No, I don't think it'll be that short. But I think it'll be like... Double digits. 
8 to 10 at most, I think. You're going to get a pedigree attempt, you're going to get a choke slam, and then you're going to get a tombstone. and then. I think Triple H is also coming out on top. No way. Really? No way. I'm Even though they this. sold it as Triple H, this is the only opponent Triple H can never beat? Yeah. Uh, I think Undertaker's winning for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you yeah. think, I, I imagine they'll probably do a lot of, like, dumb callbacks. Like, they'll probably have, like, a Paul Bear type guy. They'll have Triple H take out the sledgehammer. He'll do some crotch chops. Shawn Michaels will probably be in his corner. I don't... Could you get Shawn Michaels to Australia, maybe? I mean, did you sell him Shawn? You get a million dollars. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless they're going to do something longer term with it, then I don't I don't see it being more than just kind of how Triple H versus Cena was or Cena versus Taker was, which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. But, yeah, I was hoping that it would be... A little bit more, but d- despite the fact that it's just kind of like, hey, I'm old, he's old, we're going to wrestle, we've had history, still cut a good promo. Yeah. Still still, still great on the mic. It's the end of an era match. You think it's the last match for... Well, the last one was an end of an era match. And both of them were like, hey, we're pretty much done. And then Triple H is like, well, they want me in the ring a couple more times. Yeah. Which I don't blame him. No. He just seems a little rougher than... Than Undertaker, considering what we saw in Saudi Arabia. I mean, Undertaker never, like, did a lot. Yeah, anyway. it, wasn't, it wasn't a match that needed to be paced out. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to do all my shit that people recognize and then pin you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Triple H does matches. Just pedigree them immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he'll at least, like, probably... He'll probably at least land a pedigree and do, and like, a sledgehammer callback, but... That's a, that's a while for that speculation to come true. Two months. Yeah. Oh, but, hyping um, it up. Month and a half. Because it's at the beginning of October. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of Evolution because I'm so excited for Evolution. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose did a bunch of amateur wrestling stuff to combat uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, who's an amateur wrestling champion who still has records at Kent State. Kent State University in yeah. Ohio? Yep, Ohio. Um, Ambrose won with a with a Dirty Deeds. Yeah. Do you think Ambrose wrestling like that so he doesn't have to do stupid shit to get injured? It's probably maybe to be a little bit careful. It's probably maybe mm. a little bit. Cause he used to do like super risky high flying stuff, right? Not not so much high flying, but he definitely moved quicker than that. Yeah. He definitely did a lot less amateur wrestling stuff than that. I think it's a way for him to be a little bit more careful. Yeah. In what he's doing and getting back into the groove of wrestling, um, while mocking Ziggler. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Ambrose Ambrose won, and Ziggler Thanos dusted off into yep. oblivion. So I didn't watch Infinity War. Who is Thanos' sidekick? Does he have one? No, he has like four, but they're all like... They're all named characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I don't know any of them. Are they just like mini Thanos? One of them's called the Maw. But he's like a weird, like, dude who floats and stuff. Oh, okay. So McIntyre's the Maw, I guess. I don't know the other two's names. There's one that's like a giant Hulk-like guy. I don't know his name. Hulk 2? Rock Hulk. Thanos Hulk. <gasps> Alright, next segment made my mom nervous. It made me nervous too. <laughs> this is the best. So Elias came out and was, he's just like, he, we saw him berating 
uh, production assistants, and then he was came out and talked about how mad he was and did his usual thing, and then Kurt Hawkins came out. And and Kurt Kurt Hawkins was like, "Hey, you're bitching about people fucking with your guitar and stuff." Um, I don't care. <laughs> I want to beat you. You're gonna be you're gonna be my next, uh, or you're gonna be my first win. You're gonna be the one to lose this streak. I or think end the streak. Kurt Hawkins needs to have a TV appearance at the Raw after every pay per view. You have that hot crowd coming off the pay per view, expecting wild the, shit to happen. The Raw after every Big Four, because I think they only do the same arena after Big Ones. Oh, oh or same yeah. city. Yeah, after Survivor. So, yeah, have him come out after those those hot wrestling crowds all riled up from the previous night's pay per view. Kurt Hawkins comes out. You're like, he might do it. Here's what needs to happen next time. He needs to come out while Roman is cutting a promo on whoever he beat, and he needs to beat Roman for the Universal title. <laughs> and just look shocked. Like, just look really shocked. Like B-team? Yeah, yeah. Here's the here's the another thing. I feel like if you told Kurt Hawkins at the curtain, you're going to go out there and cut a promo on Roman, and you're going to beat him for the Universal title, he'd die of a heart attack standing right there. <laughs> He would, he'd come out and be very, like, remember how visible Ricochet was, like, smirking and yeah. everything, and he looked kind of nervous? Kurt Hawkins would be, like, sweating and, like, stuttering and, like, gulping <laughs> and stuff. Like, yeah. But I think it would be really funny to give Kurt Hawkins the title for, like, a week. I think that'd be great. I, or you have him, like, the Raw after WrestleMania, an NXT call-up, like, comes out just to cut a promo. You have, like, Velveteen Dream come out to cut a promo. Someone like him. Mm-hmm. And then Kurt Hawkins' music hits and is like, I don't know who you are, but I bet, be- I bet I can beat you because you've never been here before. Yeah. And then they have a really good match. Not yeah. just, like, a okay match at first and then a finisher and then he's mm-hmm. done. Kurt like, Hawkins is a good wrestler. He's a very good wrestler. <laughs> he's a very good wrestler, yeah. He's found a good niche even though it's him losing. He's from New York, which I didn't realize until this. Oh, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, and that's probably why those people were excited. They're like, they'll make him win in New York. And he's also he also wears Mets slash Knicks colors, which I, I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I until wouldn't because who the fuck cares about the Mets and the Knicks? People who live in New York or Ian or Ian. Ian likes New York sports teams for some reason. He likes the the less liked New York sports team. The Jets, the Mets, the the Nets. Why do they all rhyme? Because New Yorkers are too dumb to. Oh, to, you're to say, a Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got the drift away. My mom didn't have a heart attack. Almost. Imagine if he lost. Authors of Pain vs. Titus Worldwide. Only thing of note here is that Dana Brooke and. Paulo Cruz are keeping a secret from Titus. Which is that he's going to leave Titus Worldwide and Dana Brooke's going to mm-hmm. go with him and he's going to become an Intercontinental Champion. Anyway. Oh, oh man! <laughs> Paul Cruz versus Seth Rollins would probably be really good. If they had, like, pay-per-view time slot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be really no one good. would care. Uh, no. They'd care for, because Seth Rollins. But they wouldn't care for... But they'd care after the match. Yeah. Ronda Rousey um, doesn't give a shit about what Stephanie McMahon is doing. Don't get worked. Don't get worked. Th- don't this, get worked. Don't I don't get care worked. about Stephanie in this segment, but this segment is uncomfortable. It's it, not a good segment, they, but... They, I think they spent a lot of they spent a lot of time making Rousey humble and like I'm gonna be a fighting champ. I'm not Brock Lesnar. 
or I don't want any special treatment, I'm just one of the other people. And then they don't do that at all. Yeah. They you can't you, I, I they say those things so the dumb people are like, Oh she she earned it. But setting up Nia Jax and Rousey at a red carpet is weird. Yeah. Setting up like she's and having her surrounded by everyone in the women's locker room also feels weird. And, and then, like, being behind her, like, half of them being behind her, like, they give a shit. The like, face ones being behind her. Yeah. It's it, it's uncomfortable. This is what proves Cody Rhodes wrong. It's not like Ruby Riot doesn't give a shit, so they give it to Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's not like Ruby Wright does less work, so they give it to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I, I know why she's in in the position, because she made people give a shit about women's MMA. So, so they want her to they, give they, people to give a shit about women's wrestling. Yeah. You, you could probably do it more naturally instead of three matches and a win. Goldberg had, like, kayfabe 100 wins. 106. Yeah, they just increased the number by a lot. That's what is so impressive to me about the Oscar thing is that they that was real. Yeah. Okay, including house shows and stuff. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, the, the segment of, like, trying to, like, separate her from the the locker room would be better if the only person on her side was Natalia. Mm-hmm. And even, like, Bailey and Sasha were uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Like, even though they're face, you can still have face people not get along. But but the the idea of it is, they're women wrestlers and they accept her too. She's a woman wrestler yeah. now. That's, yeah. The only yeah. the only thing I don't like about this whole thing is, um, Stephanie was out there with some fucking Christmas morning ham fists with this segment. <laughs> don't get worked by Stephanie, even though people still do. You still have people who are considered top of the field in wrestling analysis getting fucking worked by Stephanie. She has to be at the center of everything. Imagine people saying that fucking Vince had to be at the center of everything. And I mean, obviously, it's not the same level of, like, storytelling. It's not the main thing happening in the company. But, Jesus, let the story play without letting your actual hate for Stephanie get in the way. You're getting worked hard. Like, but, yeah, Stephanie was very bad during the segment, if I can also say. She Mm -hmm. was just, like, she was so much better in the WrestleMania stuff. Mm-hmm. Where she was kind of like her saying she just want to break she just wants to break your arm yeah that's that's stupid it's it's very bad it was bad that's her telling creative I want to get back to my kids so uh, yeah. yeah give me something easy <laughs> yeah or just phoning it in because she just didn't care she yeah. just was like I you know I doubt she doesn't care because she directly benefits from this company she probably loves what goes on but again I want to make it clear. Please don't get worked by Stephanie McMahon. Please try your hardest. Please recognize that she's playing a character that you're supposed to hate. And don't, don't, don't go. She just to make everything about herself. No fucking shit. <laughs> it's it's a little uncomfortable when they're on Dave Meltzer's like backstage report says they're gonna use Rousey to make Stephanie a big figure. She's, but. That's weird reporting because she already is. I think a bigger figure and and what I think that they like the really easy way to say it is they want to do Austin versus McMahon but Rousey versus McMahon with women, right? Just say that. 
and that's fine if they want to copy that sort of blueprint they're not going to be able to do it to the same degree (laughs) it's not going to work women's wrestling isn't as big and you can't do as much on tv pg what what does what what does the 20 something year old woman watching ronda rousey think like ronda rousey feud with stephanie think like with Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's like the pissed off employee getting back at his boss because he's tired of this shit. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing, but... I think if I can be maybe, like, shitty for a second, it's probably just you hate that mouthy bitch and you want to break her arm. <laughs> you know that mouthy bitch that's in yeah. the group chat and that mouthy bitch that hangs out with all your friends on Saturday Night Live? Or uh, Saturday Nights. On Saturday nights, the the one that tried to kiss your boyfriend. Yeah, the one the one that sort of had a thing with your other friend's boyfriend in ninth grade forty years ago. Yeah, you want to fucking put her through a table and break her arm. That's what it is. Like th- that sounds really shitty, but I mean, like that I'm I'm holding Vince to that, right? <laughs> or maybe I just suck. Hey. I just completely skipped it, but next the B team lost singles matches, but that's okay we because we got the Universal title on the line. We got to see the Universal title graphic on Raw on Monday night. Oh my god. Amazing. And hey, Braun told Finn Balor he was gonna cash in during the main event. Yeah. Well, after. He doesn't cash in in the middle of the match. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't sneak up on people. Yeah. Okay. So. Even though Seth Rollins is the only person who's cashed in mid match. Is he really? Yes. Out of all the He's the first person to do that instead of turning it into singles. He's the first person to cash in mid-match to turn it into a triple threat. That's crazy. Yeah. That's what makes that moment even more wild. (laughs) When you watch it back on the network, there's there's not as much of a pop as you'd think there'd be. I think there's just a lot of astonishment. People, like, they don't know how to react. They're, like, out of breath. Because they're already out of breath from Roman Brock. And it's the already, end of the night. They're drunk. They're, they're yeah. They're drunk. They've watched like six hours of wrestling. They're 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 rooting for Brock, and then they hear "Burn it down," and they're like, "What the fuck? Why is this happening?" Also, he was a heel then, so I feel like it could have been. Yeah. Who cares? But hey, um, so Braun's cashing in, and we're doing Balor versus Reigns. Yeah. Reigns is the Universal title. He comes out with his belt. He does. Again, for the second time that night. Amazing. We got to see the Universal title twice in one night. Amazing. And then defended. Hey. We got to see it defended twice in 24 hours. That's never happened with the Universal title. Yeah, that's... That is... <laughs> that's fucking stupid. It's. I was thinking about that on Monday night. The belt... This belt has been, like, a prop for older people for a while. Like, Balor had it. Then... KO. KO had it. And then it was just... Goldberg and Brock. Yeah. And Brock, you know, he did so, uh, quite a bit of stuff at first, maybe, and then it turned into once every three months, I'll defend it. Yeah. And then it turned into less. It turned into, we gotta beat CM Punk's record. Yeah, so we've we've seen it more this week defended than we have in the last four months. Yeah. Which is insane. And I'm glad it's back. <laughs> but, Reigns Balor... What the hell? They they put on a good match. Roman comes close to losing a couple times. Get it's blocked coup- spears, blocked Superman punches. Coup de gras. Kick, gets coup de gras, rolls away from coup de gras. And eventually, you know, Finn Balor's not going to win. That'd be wild if he did. I thought he was. Didn't <laughs> I say Saturday or Sunday night that Balor was going to be the first person 
in a feud for it. It wasn't quite a feud, but... And you know what's happened after Roman wins. He's tired. He's knocked out from from the match. And Braun comes out. And he cashes in. And I'm wondering, hey, he handed... He, I thought, like, he's going to waste time cashing in. Kevin Owens is going to come out and, like, kick him or, like, be like, hey, hey, Braun. And then it's not going to work. He my gives it to the rate, ref. My heart rate the is ref increasing. The ref gives it to JoJo. And she's standing there. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And he starts, like, approaching Roman. My heart rate is increasing. <laughs> I can't believe how much it just It doesn't register in my mind until, like, they finish it. But Sierra Hotel India. Echo Medelsa <laughs> Shield. Oh, and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, their full in fucking the, gear. In the Shield gear. It would have been better if Seth had, like, the Intercontinental title. What, yes. what they should do for, like, bulletproof vests, you know how, like, police have patches and stuff, and you used to have, like, a little intercontinental oh, title patch for it. Rowan can have a little universal title patch, and then the crowd erupts because it's the shield. Yeah. And then they they just beat the shit out of Braun. This is the worst Braun has getting bu- gotten beat up by anyone besides Brock Lesnar. Is <laughs> by the shield. Thank God. <laughs> and as <laughs> that Braun, like, kind of fights back, but... The big dog's in it, too. And, you Triple know... Triple power bomb. <laughs> Ooh! Ah, right through the fucking announcer's table. The, the fists and the, the yeah. theme is playing. I was covered in goosebumps. <laughs> I had goosebumps on my fucking face. And do you know how hard that, cr- that crowd marked out so hard? Corey Graves tweeted out that, like... Him and Michael Cole were, had, like, goosebumps and witnessed history happen. Yeah. Because of, like, some of their biggest fans. Because I guess both of them really like the Shield. He, I'll tell you this about the Shield. <laughs> Everybody who watched WWE from like 2013 to 2016 likes the Shield. There's no way you can. It's considered by like, I I don't want to say Meltzer Alvarez, but a lot of the guys at Cultaholic and What Culture as like the best thing WWE has done since <laughs> Austin McMahon. It's really fucking it's, good. So it establishes. Any, any, like, bullshit that tries to go on with Roman's title defenses, the Shield's gonna oh stop my it. Oh, God, yes! And Kurt Angle got put on, sent on vacation that night, so Baron Corbin's acting general manager. He's a heel. He's gonna book things badly. He's gonna book things against Roman. But it's okay if Kevin Owens is cheating and the ref doesn't... They have, like, a crooked ref or the ref you know is just stupid. Happen? Sierra Hotel, India. They're just, gonna, <laughs> they're just gonna run the fuck they're up like, and beat him yeah. up. And Roman will probably be in his gear too. They'll probably yeah. help defend uh, Seth's title. Yeah. They'll probably get the tag team titles from that's, like the revival or something. That's. They're gonna we're going to Survivor Monday nights. The, the Shield is going to go into Survivor Series as the champions. We're going to yes. get to see them multiple times that night. The Shield and Ronda. That's yeah. it. Those are the only people who are going to Survivor Series for Raw. Do you think they're going to put Ronda on she- the Shield? Holy shit. <laughs> Her wearing like what she did in that in like mile twenty two, but it's all black. That'd be, I don't know. That'd be too much. That'd be Vince being like, "Do you guys like her?" It's like, "Yes, we do. We yes." What what woman do we add to the shield? Lacey Evans. Yeah, I could. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Bobby Lashley. What's that? Bobby Lashley. They don't, <laughs> the shield. You, okay, I don't think you you realize this. 
But Bobby Lashley with like the bulletproof vest on would just look like Coltrane from Gears of War. <laughs> Him like spine busting Constable Baron Corbin. Ain't enough freaks to stop this man. Uh, yeah. Shield's good. Excellent. I'm going to go home and watch the Shield collection. Let's burn through SmackDown real fast. Let's burn SmackDown down. Yeah. Um, Miz and Maurice are like, we're the best. We're the best family. I beat Daniel Bryan. He's over. And then Bree and Daniel, well, Daniel comes out. And then it's something. And then stuff happens. Marie slaps Daniel. Marie slaps Daniel. And then Bree comes out. Bree has her own music. Bree's weird music, though. Bree has stock music because. She's Bree. She, she's the. She's, she's the less enhanced one. <laughs> pretty much. So she doesn't come. And I think. I, I can't imagine run ins to. You can look, but you can't touch. It's happened. I've seen it. Watching AJ Lee stuff, I've seen it. That that's not dramatic. That's not cool. That's that's why women's wrestling is the best it's ever been. Right now. <laughs> they have good music. Yes. Even with like Bailey having upbeat, it's still like yeah. it still has like you hear it, it pick stings. up. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely stings. Ba- Becky has has people chanting. The only one that doesn't sting but still is would be effective in a run in is Mandy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because who who's coming out? <laughs> Mandy. It's easy. Yeah. So this sets up then uh, Brie and, and Daniel versus Miz and Maurice at Hell in a Cell in a mixed mm-hmm. tag match. Paige just made it. Like, right right there. Yeah, that's cool. I think this is a good idea. I don't think the wives are particularly good wrestlers. They're probably not going to be doing much. They yeah. just had kids. Yeah. Maurice just had a baby. Like, WrestleMania weekend. Like, like five days before WrestleMania. So like four months ago. Five months at the time of this, so yeah. And she's a she's a professional wrestler. Yeah, she's probably training. She's you know yeah. she doesn't have a whole lot to 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 worry about in terms of shape. I'm sure she's a athletic person, but her her alignment though she doesn't need to know how to wrestle. She's yeah. married to the Miz. She can just do like sketchy shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I think I think it's a really good idea, but like I like I said earlier. We're just waiting for that WrestleMania yeah. 50 match of Birdie and, and Daniel versus Monroe and, and Miz. Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Um, so He's going to rip his ear off at some point, yeah. right? He, I, I don't know if Jeff wants... Like, is agreeing to that specifically. I can't imagine he I f- is. I feel like because these guys are pretty old school and they were they were... Randy Orton was at the at the end end of the Attitude Era into Ruthless Aggression when they were still TV 14. I feel like these two are two guys that are willing to sacrifice enough to make something believable. Maybe just Jeff is. I mean, we know what he's had a history of doing yeah. in the ring. So I feel like this is probably something that even if it wasn't his idea, he knows is going to happen. And obviously he's not oh he's probably not okay with it, but it's not like he is not consenting to it. He is probably like Range probably like, hey, can I do the ear thing again? And he's like, Yeah. Because they, they are they're both showmen. They've both done crazy shit. Obviously one has revolutionized a genre of wrestling. So he'll probably he I imagine Jeff would sacrifice his ear to to do this. It's not like Rain's gonna rip it off. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I how is that not a disqualification? I don't know. It just feels, I guess, just because it's just, 
it seems like something that would be because it's non-conventional. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of like hair pulling. They tell him to stop, like, hair pulling. Yeah. Like, you don't even hear the ref like, stop it. Yeah. With it. I mean. It's because he's disgusted. Yeah. But, uh, and, yeah. And Jeff Hardy stomped Randy Orton's dick. Yeah, and then and then swantoned him through a table off yeah. of, like, a... Jeff Hardy's just fucking done with his bullshit. And I think... This is Vince making up to my mom. Yeah, this feud is good. It doesn't need a belt, and I'm excited for the match at Hell in Cell. They're both gonna die. They're yeah, both probably. Old. Randy Orton's in real good shape, though. Yeah. I feel like Randy Orton has a couple more title reigns in him. That'll be fun to watch. I, d- this, despite how I feel about Randy Orton overall, I think this feud is changing my mind on him. Uh, I, I kind of I kinda like what's going on, and I think he's real good at it. <laughs> and he's... How old is he? He's 39, 40 plus. He still looks real good in the ring. He still, he looks like... 38. He looks, he looks like, yeah, that's right. He was significantly young. He's the youngest world champion ever. Yeah. Yeah. um, He just looks more gray than you think he would. Yeah. He's very good in the ring and he's, uh, he's pretty swift for his age. Naomi versus Peyton Rice with Billy Kay. Hey, uh, Peyton Rice won. Yeah, that's about it. Naomi isn't dead. Yeah. Um, what what was I telling you during this match? Peyton Royce looks a little bit better. Yeah. It hasn't been too long since we've seen her, but her wrestling looks improved. Her roundhouses look faster. Yeah. She's getting better. Yeah. Excited. Poor Naomi doesn't get to do anything, though. No, poor Naomi. I mean, she'll get to shine at the Rumble. So. Yeah. Because they, they set up the precedent that she gets to do ridiculous bullshit, like the New Day, so she's going to keep, keep that up. She's female Kofi. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. Hey, Becky Lynch came. <laughs> Becky, Becky Lynch just Becky Lynch just did a shoot promo. That fucking picture. Let me see this again. Oh my god. All right. Um, <laughs> Becky came out and talked about how it's bullshit that she doesn't get opportunities and her opportunities get ruined by Charlotte. She also did an interview somewhere like the, the day before yeah. about how she's not blonde enough and doesn't have enough enhancements to have good. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's... I don't. It's 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 like it feels like twenty five percent shoot, seventy five percent angle. It feels it feels kind of like hey, this is real. I would be top of the company. I would have six title reigns if I was the way Vince wanted me to look. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she basically... This is where this turns sour, I think. This was all great until she started to say, and you guys, you cheer me on, but you've never had my back. That's stupid. Yeah, that's, that's really That's really fucking stupid to do. That That's Vince not wanting to turn, make Charlotte the heel yes. in the situation. That's that's Vince wanting clear heel and face and not just letting it naturally happen. And just have angry Becky be the face and Charlotte be also kind of face. Well, that's okay because Charlotte came out, didn't even talk to her and just attacked her. And then all the women from the locker room came out. It's the first time we've seen Asuka since Extreme Rules. Was Asuka's pu- alive! Was pulling Charlotte off of Becky. And because they they don't know how to make it more clear for stupid people, all the heel women were pulling back Becky and all the face women were pulling back Charlotte. Because I didn't notice that. I'd always notice okay. that. Same thing with the Ronda Rousey-Stephanie thing. All the heel women were, were, on, the same si- were on the same side as uh, Stephanie and all the face women were on the same side as R- Rousey. Okay. But, uh, the same thing that happens in like when men like m- men wrestlers like fight is all the 
face men. Yeah, like behind. Titus holding back Roman. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I don't think I've ever noticed that. I thought it was just random. I thought they just maybe kept people apart who were in No, it's very feuds. clear. Yeah. Well, Becky doesn't need to be a heel at all. Charlotte should be a heel. And, it, she, it and she's better as a heel, historically. Yeah. Like, Becky doesn't work as a heel. It should, it should translate into Becky's justifiably upset, and Charlotte thinks that Becky's being a whiny baby. Yeah, and, and that's like easy. You can antagonistic about it, it not is, just like, come on. It's like, well, maybe you should try harder, lazy eater. Remember when you were fat, fatty? Like, <laughs> and it rotates naturally at that. It's so yeah. organic that it's just wild to me. From, that from how real people dynamics work is if you're like, hey, something's up with this. Instead of the person, instead of the person saying that being the bad guy, the person who it gets pointed out about is going to be the one who gets overly upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's crazy that Vince does not like people getting over on their own. I think if I was a wrestling promoter and I had something scheduled to go out and I'm back there watching it and people are digging it, I would be so excited and so ready to roll with it and so ready to talk to my writers and the performers involved and be like, what do you guys think we should do with this? What do you think they want done with this? Opposed to, that's not what I wanted. Get well, rid of this. Well, I think Vince just wants to it, him to be like the catalyst for it, like the New Day. That's probably part of why he loves the New Day. He's like, he told them to be called the yeah. New Day and then they took, it, it went over so they did whatever they wanted. And, and it has and Vince to, loves it. There, there has to be someone where that started, right? There, there, there's probably a lot of people like the Stone Cold character was probably, you know, kind of he kind of had input on it, but that was Vin, mostly Vince did. If you watch like Stone Cold talk about, it, he's like, yeah, we're gonna call you, you're, we're gonna call you Iceman or like something. You're cold. You're, you're cold killer, Steve Austin. So you like send him over a bunch of shitty names that dealt with like ice and cold and snow. Yeah. And then his wife gave him like coffee, and he's like, "You need to, you need Austin, Steve Austin, you need to, you need to drink that before we get stone cold." He's like, "Stone, stone cold, cold, Steve, yeah." <laughs> and like Jake the Snake Roberts, he yeah. he just called him w- with that idea and was like, "You want to do this?" Yeah. So like, it's it's happened in the past, but he's so resistant to it happening now, it's fucking up careers. <laughs> yeah. It probably has in the past. Oh, definitely. Um. We already talked about that. That's fine. Uh, almost taps too quick whenever he gets in submissions. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles was just like, "Hey, I'm still the champion." Yeah, Samoa he's just Joe's, trying to be positive about Samoa what Joe's a bad guy, but it's okay. I'm the good guy. And then Samoa Joe jumped out. Coquina clutched him, and he's like, "Wendy." Daddy's going night night, Wendy. <laughs> As he's knocked him out with a sleeper hold. Yeah. yeah, really good. Really good. I I like how I like Samojo on the mic. He's great. <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. He should he should one of his careers on a down slope in like two years when he can't when he's too slow to wrestle, he should be at the performance center teaching people how to promo. And he should be a manager. That too. I'd like him to be a manager. He can be Samoan Paul Heyman. I'm, yeah, I like that. Samoa Heyman. <laughs> Alright, main event. SmackDown Tag Team Championship rematch from the two nights before. No disqualification. Because of the mallets, the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Since it's no disqualification, it's basically a tornado tag match. So they just get it. So you have, sure, Biggie getting injured. It's harder for them because they got the big man. But you've got the two smaller guys 
technician and a guy who can high fly, they can just in tandem do whatever the fuck they want. Guess what? And that's what they do. They did. They just keep doing it. We have some scary spots like uh, uh, Harper and Rowan building up momentum, flinging each other into stuff when they did that. And then uh, Xavier barely pulled Kofi out of the way. I didn't see it at first. I'm like, oh no, he's dead. Yeah. What was the what was the spot with the announcer's table? Was it just being thrown? I think they were just being thrown over it because no one yeah. broke one. Okay. Yeah, there was a spot where Kofi like dodged something off of the announcer's table and like super kicked Rowan. Yeah. That's good. That's such a good picture to look at. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> They man the notice qualification, they they tried to use their mallets, but they got the mallets used on them. Quick, yeah. a quick hit, and they set up a table, and then they they, they put... They up, up, the, down. Down, Luke Harper through a table, mm-hmm. and Xavier Woods got the pin. One, <laughs> two, three... This Four, five! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't believe that the shield in one night, New Day's back in the next. Uh, this was gonna. Ha- this was probably gonna happen a little bit later. Just, yeah, but because of Eric Rowan's peck in- in- injury, he sustained uh, during SummerSlam. They're like they, they, we're moving ahead, and and the Bludgeon Brothers probably have to take some time off. And I think it's good because. The Bludgeon Brothers' kayfabe strength meter needs to be turned down a little bit because it's... Or they just... We have a tag team that can add segments instead of squash matches. Yeah, that's... They're only doing squash matches and then squashing, like, real talent. They're mm-hmm. like... It's it's like... I feel like it's semi-burying, like, the Usos and the Good Brothers because it's like, they're so strong, no one can beat them. Who's going to beat them? Sanity? Uh, War Raiders? Like... Yeah. Probably War Raiders. War so, Raiders will probably even the Bludgeon Brothers out, but they're not they're not debuting for a while. Yeah, like two years, <laughs> like two years. Yeah. So, how many? What 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 title reign is this for the New Day? Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. <laughs> Tag team champions. How many more do they need to, to break the Dolphin Boys? They need four more? Yeah, they need to have nine total. Oh, they'll. I feel like they'll get a sixth before the year's over. They'll trade with someone before the year's yeah. over, probably. They'll lose them in October somewhere, and then win them back in December. Or November on TV. Even though it's a lot of wrestling for for them, I, I desperately want the... Uh, Survivor Series match to be six-man tag of S.H.I.E.L.D. and New Day. It'd be a lot of that, wrestling for uh, Seth and Roman, especially for Roman. Isn't that what it was last year? Last year was The Bar and The Usos. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of something I did on 2K16. <laughs> I'm stupid. Yeah. Yeah, last year was The Bar and The Usos, Shield. which is also a good match. But Yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. versus New Day... So you do six man tag, but and here's the thing is, you, you can do the tornado tag for that match. That'd be sick. No, nah. <laughs> but but I also want, I also want Xavier versus Seth Rollins, and I also want Kofi versus Roman. But Kofi versus Roman can be just a squash. Like, 
That's fine. I just want it to be lined up. I want the excitement of it actually happening. The idea that Kofi could beat Roman Reigns and be and potentially beat AJ Styles too. I don't know. That's cool. <laughs> Roman Reigns is beating AJ Styles. Oh yeah. As of right now, yeah. There's no. There's no. They way. could do. They could. It could be Joe for that month. Yeah, that would that would make just sense. To reignite. Like yeah, a small feud. But um, I don't know. If it was my decision as of right now, I'd just have Styles win. Oh. But to make people like not cry online, give him that and, one more bone. And he's not going to be around a whole lot longer. Oh yeah. So it, it's not it's not so much that it's just like, I think those two could put on a good match, but and one what? is more experienced, so. But the, you, that's not the way wrestling works. You want one to yeah. look better. The the title the title he has more time. The title changes a lot, but what if we have Nakamura Rollins? <laughs> See the problem with this is we're speculating about this instead of Hell in a Cell and instead of Blank. Yeah. Instead I, of Super Show. I'm well. Super Show is just going to be a non-canon thing. <laughs> like I mean, uh, Greatest Royal Rumble was canon, but it was. The only thing that's still talked about from that is, is Roman's, Roman's feet yeah. and Titus World Slide. <laughs> the only thing they're talking Greatest about. Royal Stumble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Survivor Series, I think this is the reason we want it now, is New Day versus yeah. The Shield. Burp, burp, burp. Five time. And then Tom Phillips oh, did the five time. N- the New Day versus Shield did happen last year. It was an undercard match. It was... It was Rollins and Ambrose versus Xavier and Big E. Oh, yeah, because they were, like, showing up at Raw stuff. Yeah. They need to find a way soon to book. Um, I think it should happen at the pay-per-view before Survivor Series. They need to find a way to... Super Show? Is that the one? Yeah, it is. They need to find a... Or even at Hell in a Cell, they need to find a way to better long-term book Survivor Series opposed to just, like... To make it more interesting? Invasion or... Okay, now we're facing each other... Yeah. Yeah. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. Burm. That's the week. Burm, burm. It's a lot. It was a, good, it was a lot, but it was a good week. It was a, it was a really good week. SummerSlam weekend was good. Takeover was good. Kyrie Sane's champion. Ricochet's champion. New Day are champions. Roman's champion. <laughs> More so not Brock, but I'm still yeah. excited. Shields back together. Yeah. Roman's a good alternative to Kevin Owens being champ. Wow, someone just yelled. While I, I know, to this. especially because Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens will probably never be a world champion in WWE again. Maybe. I think that... Uh, with 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 Triple H, yeah, sure. But not with Vince. Vince just sees him, oh, fat guy comedy. Which is horrendous. Yeah. Are you tweeting, Cameron? A little bit. Nice. At Cam Hambone on Twitter. Yeah, that's Cameron's Twitter. I have a Twitter too. It's at Noam Jory. And this podcast has a Twitter, at CWFPCast. Yeah. Where we tweet when a new episode's out and sometimes a bad joke. Memes. Bad meme. Say meme. I don't make memes. Yeah, he said meme. I don't make memes. I make bad jokes or when I want to say something that'll make people upset, I use the whatever events going on hashtag and then say something. Did you use the Roman holding the IWGP? And I haven't uh, yet. Okay. That's what I'm going to do when we have like more followers than Dave Meltzer. Because I'm just going to reply to people with, the, with that. 
What's the other title? It's a Ring of Honor one. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I always think it's the Impact one, but why yeah. would he want the Impact title? Ring of Honor, people act like it's indie, but it's owned by a major media corporation. It's not indie who at all. Who owns it? Sinclair. Sinclair Group. I don't know exactly who they are, but a major media com- a media company owns Ring of Honor. It's not indie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just because they operate still indie, that's just the company trying to keep costs down. Yeah. They could probably try to make a push to get a TV deal and have like, yeah. a weekly show, but... That look at impact. Like, yeah. You don't want to do that. So they're just being smart. Yeah. Um. And there's my other podcast. We are watching One Piece. Want to watch One Piece? I might be recording an episode this weekend. I don't know yet. Maybe I still need to watch the episodes. I haven't had the time to do that because wrestling. We spent a lot of we spend a lot of time doing wrestling stuff all the time. Yeah, wrestling. I'm gonna cool. go home and watch wrestling. Nice. I'm gonna go home. I'm already home. Ha ha. You have to go home. I'm already here. Damn it. I'll just stay here. It's oh, my home now. Okay, that's fine. I live here. All right. I need to buy this house because this is where I first saw Cyberpunk 2077. That's so. where you first saw Roman win the Universal title. Oh. <laughs> this house is... Oh, my God. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> yeah, we are watching One Piece. We watch One Piece and talk about it. We're like almost 300 episodes in. Ugh. Out of 800-some. And it's still going. They reached the halfway point like five years ago. My God. Yeah. Um, anything else? No, that's all for now. There's the other actual play thing. Uh, we just got to a really fun part in, uh, Interstitch, all our hearts intertwined, where we went to a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, and we all turned into animals. Except for the one person who was an animal in the group, she turned into a human. That makes sense. It's really funny. One of the Organization 13 members turned into a hedgehog, and it's really funny. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Sonic? Yeah. That's cool. It's good. Because Sonic was on Sonic X was on Disney XD at one point. Fucking so like, a, dude! Like, it, it gets worse. Sonic Disney XD. Where we go to from Sonic is it just gets worse. Well, Captain America shows up, so I, I guess I better. Look Captain America's in the uh, trailer, so it's not like a spoiler. Oh, okay. Well, do you have anything non one non wrestling related thing you want to say? I don't know anything besides wrestling, Cameron. I have one. Nier Automata is meant to be played with an Xbox controller. Did you get it on Xbox? It's like $34 right now. And I was like, yeah. It looks incredible in 4K. Shit. And it looks real good. Alright, we're just under two and a half hours. Goodbye. Wrestling. My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Other loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued. Welcome to Interstitial, a Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play podcast. Playing a game called Interstitial. Our hearts intertwined.
I'm Riley, and I'll be GMing this disaster. Names. What are your names? I didn't even ask. What are your names? Uh, I'm Edith. Hi. I'm Roxanne. And I'm Marsh. I descend in the Bugatti and say, I am the mind freak. <laughs> There's our dad. <laughs> our dad's back. Sounds like you want to force a change of location for Mr. America. I do, but I did read the first option is take something from them. So I am going to take Captain yep. America's shield. <laughs> yep. If, you're, if your question is ever, can I do some bullshit? My answer is always, <laughs> All right, I know who this is. His name is Squall. Oh, no. <laughs> Squall, he flinches. <laughs> but it has a nobody symbol across its chest. This across, is like, the worst thing you've ever done. Oh no! This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think you're giving Chris Angel enough credit. He's a good guy. He's doing his best. Is that a sentence you ever thought you would say? So I definitely already know Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh yeah.